Dude, I put the fucking beat shit in right away, kick Sadie and Zeus off the fucking bed. I kick him out of the damn room. Start fucking yanking, bro. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I woke up this fucking morning, 3 a.m. My shit was so, bro, it's so bad. My shit was so crooked. I was like, yo, if I was a girl, I would never fuck me. Ever. And I, and, but I'm me. Like, I live in my body. Like, I have to deal with my... I'm like, I would never fuck that dick. That dick? No. God, no. I need a straight arrow. I need a fucking... If it's gonna... If it's gonna curve, don't do the fucking... You know when you're hitting the 44 going back up the hilltop? Don't do the loop. Don't, like, look back up at me. 44 loop. Yeah, when you're hitting the 44 coming from Palisadro, but then you gotta hit, like, get back up on hilltop. Oh, fuck me. You know, the loop. Oh, yes. The loop. loop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, The loop. Yeah, that's my dick. Yeah. You, uh, Cheeto Puff curls. (laughs) You know know exactly what I'm talking about, huh? Yes. Yeah. All right. Cause this whole, like, last 15 minutes. It's so, it's so bad. I don't know. How do we even land on this shit? TikTok. We started talking about TikTok. I was talking about, yeah, you being a TikTok star and then fucking. I'm going to start figuring it out, dude. I'm going to start doing some shit. No, I didn't realize you were killing it like that. I, I feel, I feel like a bad friend. I no, do feel weird, like a bad friend. Like, it's weird. Like, stuff like that will happen, though. Like, sometimes, like, uh, I don't know who it is. Like, people I follow, their videos don't pop up for, like, a couple weeks. Literally, the last month of your videos, I haven't seen not a one. Because the last one I saw, I think, was the podcast, and I liked it. But then yeah. it looks like I'm only liking it because I'm in there. No, but is it, do you do a following or for you? I just scroll for you, so I yeah. think that's part of the problem. Yeah, following would be the people you follow. Yeah. Right. No, those are actually but sometimes good. It, his landed on like, wait. That's why I thought Mike it was just a Davis, Tracer, man. I, did do, I didn't even have time to put in, like, fucking Antonio Gibson or fucking... That's not terrible. The guys I mean, it ended up not good. being terrible. But... Logan Thomas. <laughs> fuck you guys. That was the part that I thought was fun. I was like, fuck you guys. Oh, my God. Did that video... We took a shit in the pool and it's a fucking anime. Oh, and the guy just show out that shit. Show out yeah, that fucking video. Oh my god, that shit is so fucking funny. What's going on, guys? It's Al's 24th birthday, so we're listening to Ratchet Happy Birthday. It's my buddy Drake. My buddy Healy here. It's Kobe here. I already have my fucking celebration. Tonight we celebrate. Seems like times. This song is terrible. It's fucking This is like actually his worst song ever, besides uh, Way Too Sexy. It's terrible, but he knew it would get played a million times. Because it's a birthday song. It's a birthday. It's your birthday, baby. It's your birthday. That birthday song. Who's gonna love you? That's a good song, though. You hear about that? The hot sauce, the condom. Yo, Drake is a fucking song. That's how you know you're fucking. That's how like you know you're smart. And, uh, yeah, yeah, my dude. This song is so fucking powerful. Oh, we're letting it rock. <laughs> Episode 124 on Al's 24th birthday. I lined it up this way. Just for you. Okay, let's go to a better birthday song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Birthday. George's graduation it's year. It's your birthday. Bury me inside oh. the Lewis stone. They ask me what I do and who I do it for. Yeah. And I come up with the shit and up the in podcast the studio. Yeah. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. All I want for my birthday <laughs> is a big booty house. I just like it. When I die, bury me inside the Gucci style. When I die, bury me inside the Lewis style. All I want for my birthday. 
Oh my god, you guys are gonna kill me today. Alright, man, welcome to episode 124 of the Blake Mayfield Podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with two of my nearest and dearest friends. I have Brother Al straight across from me, Brother George to my left. Gentlemen, how are we doing on Al's 24th birthday? It's a great day. I got a chicken fried steak scramble in me, so mm. it's a good fucking day. They actually had hash browns today, which was good. I noticed that. They didn't have them last time, which disappointed you. Made me a little upset. Yeah. It fucks up my scramble. It's a pandemic. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. How you doing, George? I'm doing as good as I could be. I mean, uh, three hours of sleep got me a little tired, but I'm glad to be here on Al's birthday. This episode's going to be a good one. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. The energy's right. The energy's different. I'm running on three hours, too, so. I'm running on, like, nine, but. Nothing Red Bull and coffee can't fix. That's true. It is what it is. I'm going to go home and nap so hard after this. (laughs) But I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. Thank you for showing up, George. And yeah, it's Alice 24th, which we'll get into in just a second. But you know, I got to give the the intro for you guys. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate it very much. I want to let you guys know that I also have free Blake Mayfield podcast coffee mugs available. If you guys would like a free podcast coffee mug. By the way, do you guys want coffee mugs? I would. I do. I want to drink coffee, but I don't got a coffee mug. Okay, well, I'll fix that. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I always Perfect. do the promo, and I never ask y'all, like, yo, do you guys want one? Like, I'll give y'all a mug. Okay, so we'll do that. Um, if you guys would like your free podcast coffee mug that are listening out there, just hit me up on Instagram. I will not receive messages on TikTok if you don't follow me. I figured that out a couple days ago. Um, hit me up on Instagram, at BlakeMayfield23, and I'll be sure to get one out to you ASAP. Whoa, my computer. Hold on. There we go. All right. And last but not least, I'd like to give a special shout out and thank you to our sponsor for the entire year of 2022, Mm. Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Are you starting a brand new diet and want something delicious and organic? Would you like to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, gentlemen. How good is the ecstasy? It's it's fuck it's the best thing I've ever. Had is it life. better than the drug ecstasy? I've never done Damn ecstasy. Damn close. But George, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna say it. I you know yeah sure why not? Is it George? Close yeah. It's close. Close no, second. No, 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 no close. it's better. Yeah, it's better yeah. Yes right. it's better. Jesus Christ George. <laughs> you don't get the afterwards depression when you drink. <laughs> get the drink. That's true. Oh yeah that, that's that's true. Thanks for that Al. Um, <laughs> they also have organic on tap kombucha. You know I wonder if Tori ever listens to this and she's like really they bring up drugs in the middle of the fucking ad like you know what I mean. Uh, but it's all love. It's all love. Um, they have organic on tap kombucha, and you also have the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at dogs of Black Rose page. I know Sadie and Zeus um, are all over the page and whatnot. Zeus ate one of their microphones last year. Cassidy was doing like a dog interview, and my dumb fucking bulldog, who I, Zeus is amazing, but he's a dumbass sometimes. He's still a pup. Ate the fucking microphone. Like, he literally bit it and like. He didn't eat it, but he was like nine on it. And I'm like, what are you doing, bro? It's not a treat. I can see why he didn't mistake that, but yeah. it was still funny. Um, visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California. Open seven days a week. Mm. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you and rethink the way you coffee today. And without further ado, man, let's get into it. So it's episode 124 on Al's 24th. I set it up this way. Um, 
intentionally. I, I really did, just for you. <clears throat> so it's your birthday. Yeah. You got engaged at 12.01 on New Year's. 12.01. You got off your cruise January 4th. It's only yep. the 13th. Yep. And you are on your 24th birthday. You're having a good year so far. Yeah. Uh, you went TikTok famous the other day. I you wouldn't got, say famous. Yeah, you, it's, it's viral. It was semi. 4,000 plays. I've never it's hit 4,000 on this It's bottom. my most yet. Right. It, that was good. Yeah. It was good stuff. So, point being, man, you are having an incredible 2022. I'll let you get into it. How do you feel today? I know it's not the 25th or the 30th or the 21st, but it is your 24th. I'm just going to let you go, man. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel 24. Yeah. No, I'm just fine. I don't know about uh, you, but I feel 24. <laughs> um, no, but it's been a really good year so far. Obviously, a lot of that cooler stuff happened when I, before I turned 24, but I got a lot of big stuff hopefully coming this year. Um you know, hopefully get my career going this year. Hannah will get her career going this year. Hopefully, you know, buy a house, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, mm. Get a new car. So Moves. Yeah, th- big moves are happening this year. Uh, t- 24 will be a big, big year for me, and I'm, I'm excited. Okay. Um, George, do you have any questions you'd like to ask the birthday boy? Any, any, any predictions? Any sort of anything like that? Predictions, yeah. He's going to be uh, – oh, yeah. He's gonna be TikTok famous for sure. The way he's been getting I'm uh, cool with that. views and he's, he's been really more. working yeah. on his craft. I have a question. How do you think you're gonna fare this year in fantasy football? I hope good. I don't want to fucking spend the year in the dwe- the fucking dwe- what is it? Fucking purgatory. The, yeah, I, that's the second time you told me with that on here. Yes. Yes. I'm, I don't want to spend another year in the purgatory. Um, in I've the actually dungeon. I've got a whole. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll just show you guys. I got a whole fucking note page going already. I so. did too. I mean, I'm fucking ready. Once that, I'm not gonna. I'm not spilling any more beans. Actually. Um, no, no, go ahead. No, no, no. no go ahead, though. I, I spilled some beans with you, you already. Spill, no, you I, said I spilled. Jalen Waddle and Cal Pitts will be good. That's no, not no, no. beans. I spilled. Know I spilled my main strategy with you at breakfast because you bought me breakfast. I was thankful. I gave you a good strategy of mine. It's like when you pillow talk after sex. Yeah, he's sitting there spilling everything He's still, about he's still drinking his orange juice. I'm drinking my water. We're not quite, you know, out of no, the building I yet. Just, I just love you so much. <laughs> pause. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah, pause, pause, pause. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, I hopefully um, at least playoffs in fantasy. If I don't make the playoffs in fantasy, it, 24 is going to be a shitty year. Okay, Al, I'll say it for you. You're going to fucking win the chip. You don't want to say it for karma purposes. I fucking hope so. I think Al is going to win his title this year. I think he's due. I, so, I've been in the league three years. 2019 was George. 2020 uh, was the asterisk year. I don't remember the winner. 2021 was Byron. Al's pretty due. Al made three in a row. He pulled the bills, lost all three of them. I feel bad. Look, we know some of the guys. I mean, we know, I don't want to name names. We know they are fucking horrible at fantasy. And there's other guys like George that hang. Guys like me that I had a good year last year, but the year before, it's like Lamar first round. Like, what a dumbass. Um I figured out my stuff now, but point being, I think you have a pretty good shot. I just, I'm not going to say anything because everything I said last year came true this year. It was only when you talked shit. It wasn't yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I, I'm keeping it on the uh, modest end, per se. The down low. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else before we uh, leave your uh, birthday subject? No, no, no. And, and get into some, some football? I'm ready for this playoff football talk. Okay. Well, before we get into playoff football, we got to yeah. recap week 18, the yes. first ever week 18 in the NFL. The Las Vegas Raiders beat the Los Angeles Chargers at the final ticks of the game in overtime in Vegas, 35-32. Daniel Carlson hit a 47-yard field goal to end the Chargers' season and rip their heart out of their chest, if you will. Derek Carr did not have that great of a game, but Hunter Renfro somehow still got open eight fucking times. He's the only receiver. His routes are ridiculous. He's the only guy. 
How does he get open open? Like, he's like Cooper Cup. Have like, you, how is Cup open eight times a game? He's the only guy you got to defend. Have you seen Renfro's route running? Dude, he's Dude, nuts. It's unfucking believable And he's so little. Yeah. He's hard to defend. Yeah. But the Raiders didn't make the playoffs. They bounced the Chargers out of the playoffs. A lot of people thought after the Jaguars beat the Colts for the seventh year in a row in Jacksonville, which is a crazy – that's probably the craziest stat in football. Yeah. That the Raiders and Chargers would probably end up tying. And it looked like it for a long time. Justin Herbert led one of the best comebacks I've seen in a regular season mm. game in a long time. Mm. That boy is going to be special. But my Chargers did get bounced by my former team. I knew it was going to happen. We set it on the pod. Mm-hmm. I said I'm a cursed football fan. I mean, if I would have just stuck with the Raiders this year, I would have had to cheer again. You know what I mean? Are it's you going back? Like, no, I'm not going okay. back out. No, okay. I'm, I'm a Charger fan. Okay. I, the thing is, Raiders never felt right. Packers definitely didn't feel right. You I said just, Rogers. I just liked Rodgers. Yeah. Chargers feels like home. Chargers feels like I should be here. I don't care that we missed the playoffs. My dad's a fan. I'm like, I should be here. Raiders never felt like that to me. Packers was just a fling. Mm-hmm. Make I'm it, not going to get into it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was about to start going crazy, but I want this thing to like actually take off. So, Al, I'll let you start first, yeah. man. What did you think about the Chargers-Raiders game in the first ever Week 18? Do, do you want me to like hold back at all? Like, cause Is it still too soon? No, or? this is the podcast. Well, I didn't know if it was still too soon. It's not too soon for nothing. It's your birthday. This is the pod. We're here to talk. Okay. First off, that was an amazing fucking football game from... When the clock started, when the clock ended, that was one of, probably best, the best game of the best year. Best game this year. Best game Besides of the year. Besides Ravens Raiders. Yeah, that was yeah, that was right up. That's there. probably number two. Um, Ravens Chiefs was pretty good too, but I think Chargers Raiders is probably game of the year. It's undisputed. Um, yeah. It, Herbert was unreal, that, and especially in uh, fourth quarter and overtime, Herbert played out of his mind. I mean, what was it fourth and whatever with. The fourth and ten, four different times. Well, and then the last play of regulation, he hits Mike Williams. I'm like, I don't know how you let Mike Williams get open like that, but he threw a fucking... He wasn't even open. He threw a dart right into his fucking stomach. Right. Um, I mean, they did end up losing, but Justin Herbert showed you that he, he's going to be unstoppable. He's going to be one of the next the next guys that we talk about for generations. I mean, uh, probably he'll, he'll be a top three quarterback next year. He might have even been one this year, but next mm. year he will be for sure. Um they got a good team. They got to build. They got to beef up the O line a little bit. Defense got to get fixed. They got to fix the defense, um, which they have a lot of cap space, you know. So got to get a tight end. Got to got to get a tight end. Got to fix the defense. Um, I'm Brandon Staley. I, I love the aggressiveness, but that aggressiveness in that game was not very good. Fourth and one on your own nineteen is asinine. I mean, you don't even do that in high school football. So unless you're anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um, no, but. Uh, yeah, that call hurt, and then obviously, <laughs> obviously the timeout and overtime. I think that that's it might be being blown out of proportion a little bit, but I really think the Raiders were content on running it down and tying it. I really do because they pa- they called a timeout with 38 seconds left, which everyone knows the play clock's 40 seconds. I don't even know if they were going to run another play or not. Um, but uh, props to the Raiders, props to Derek Carr, props to Rich Bisaccia, man. That team, mm. everything they've been through this year. Man. You, you want to talk about dudes that should be in Coach of the Year conversation? Yeah. Rich Basaccia should be number one. Why is his name not brought up? I mean, he's an interim coach at, coming in after Gruden. Deals with fucking Henry Ruggs, Damon Arnett, Nate Hobbs. I mean, and I mean it's not like they're a loaded team. But right. he got that team playing right. Uh, Derek Carr, I, I'm very happy for Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. I don't think he should get a third contract. Such bullshit, Al. He's going to get a third contract, but I'm not paying him $40 million a year. I'm not paying him $40 million. But he's not going anywhere. He he's a raider. He's a raider for life. But I'm super happy for him. I love Hunter Renfro, so I'm happy to see him. But uh, 
They're going down this week. That's all I know. But okay. um, yeah, that's that yeah, was a your that was a great game. Um, really, that's all you can ask for in a game. Honestly, I mean, if every NFL game was like that, Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, great game. But you know, Just, Justin Herbert, he they're gonna be fine. I wouldn't even be worried. They're they're gonna be totally fine. George, thoughts on Chargers Raiders? Uh, Chargers Raiders. Yeah, I can't believe Raiders squeaked them out. I really thought Chargers were gonna make it into the playoffs and advance, but um. Uh, during the game, I was doing my playoff draft, so I didn't get to watch a lot of it. Um, uh, for a Cooper Cup, different, right? What I heard was, uh, if he didn't call a timeout, it's gonna, they're just gonna let it go tie, and that's crazy if that's true. Like I heard Eckler was like, "Well, yo, were you guys gonna let it fucking go?" And like, I think the guy said, "Yeah, yeah." Like, fuck and Eckler, like, rolled his eyes. And like, I, I think they had to run one more play because the play clock was at like twenty five seconds. But mm-hmm. still, it's like, why are you calling a timeout? Like. You're not gonna like get the ball back and win in 38 seconds. Like, just accept the tie. Yeah. And the Raiders been through so much. I just hope. I mean, like, I mean, I know they're going against the Bengals, but like, I hope they do good. And that's all I really can say. Hope for them. Okay. Nothing about your boy Renfro. Uh, I I just gotta look up. A okay, stat. Hunter Renfro. Yeah, he's a uh, mm. elite. Mm. Uh, he's the second coming of Cooper Cup. Mm. Okay. Uh, mm. I mean, they did this without Waller, right? Did Waller play? Waller. He was. I don't, he didn't do much. Yeah. So not, not. Which I don't understand how you can like eat up so much with a small receiver, but then you have a big wall. Just freaking dude. Renfo's do routes are just so good. Yeah. And yeah. Congrats. I will say Josh Jacobs played pretty fucking good in that game too. He he Your looked. Boy. He he looked he looked healthy. Yeah. And I think that's been his problem. He hasn't been healthy all year. Yeah, he's been which overweight. Is, he wasn't healthy in the game, but he looked healthier than he's looked all year. Say so he looked like me out there. Look at fucking Mike Allstott. Mm. Some fucking weight. Mm. Mike Allstott. Mm. I mean, that motherfucker was not even fat. He was just fucking built. Yeah, he was. A, and Josh Jacobs yeah. sitting there drinking too much goddamn JD and Henny, whatever he likes, tequila. Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> it's like skipping Shannon when Shannon's done. He's like, okay. Shannon Sharp. <laughs> what? I don't want to get any, like, you know, spit on me or anything. Did I spit on you? No. Oh. Okay. Brandon Staley looks 30 years old. I know it has nothing to do with his coaching. Could take guys through his coaching resume. That's what I was looking up. That's why I wanted you to take an extra second, George, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it just came to my mind. This guy came into the NFL in 2017 mm. with the Chicago Bears. He was the outside backers coach in 17 and 18. 18, Bears had one of the best defenses. Obviously, they got the trade for Mac that year. Um, I know Mac is more of a defensive end, but he's still an outside backer, um, you know, at heart. So Staley helped coach him there. Pretty good resume. Apparently, Vic Fangio was one of his coaches when he was in college, uh, when Staley was in college. He reunites with Fangio in 2019 at the Broncos, outside linebackers coach. He does such a good job, back-to-back years with the Bears and the Broncos, that he gets the defensive coordinator spot under McVay for the Rams in 2020. And then he does such a good job there that the Chargers take a chance. They realize the league is going a different way. Tom Telesco, I still think, is one of the best GMs in football. I really do. I can't name you many things he's done where I'm like, what are we doing? His drafting has been so fucking crazy good. Yeah. He might be the best drafting GM in football. 
Now, that might be a wild statement, but how many of these teams literally built through the draft? I mean, look at the elites, okay? I mean, I know the Packers got Rodgers, but they drafted them 90 years ago. Devontae Adams, they should be lucky he fucking turned up as well as he did. Teams like the Cardinals and the Rams, okay, they traded for D-Hop. They traded for Ramsey. I know they drafted AD, but they traded for Stafford. These teams are usually built through trading and whatnot, whereas Tom Telesco builds through drafts. Super impressive. He's a guy who drafted Eckler. He's a guy who got Melvin Gordon's bum ass out of town for Eckler. Saw something in him even after he, what, ruptured his Achilles, right? Towards ACL? Something like that. I think he was an Achilles, actually. I think Eckler may have tore that Achilles. Um, Something like that. Finds the gem. Finds the diamond in the rough. Burrow's not going to be the best quarterback out of that class. And Burrow's amazing. He had Chasen Jefferson. LSU was so dominant that year. The kid from Oregon that was 6'6 and 230 back then, that you sent me the video, played baseball, played fucking basketball, three-star athlete, or three-sport three athlete. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. My point being with Staley, very young coach. I get where the league is going. He's young. You have to be aggressive. I'm done with that point. Second point is this. It was never about this year with the Chargers. You mentioned this on the podcast yeah. last year, or last year, last week. It was never about this year for the Chargers. It is going to be about 22 and 23 because that's when you're going to have to start paying a lot of guys. They have $75 million in cap space this offseason. They have not paid a second contract to their quarterback. They they pay Eckler, I think, $6 million a year. He's on a cheap deal. They have not given Keenan Allen his third contract. They're going to have to franchise tag Mike Williams. There's a lot of uh, Derwin James. I mean, I know he's been super injured. Give Bosa another deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot. of Rashawn Slater's going to have to get paid. He's going to get a Bakhtiari contract, a $20 oh, yeah. million dollar a year contract. Besides Bakhtiari, who I haven't seen him play in a year because of injury, the best left tackle in football is Rashawn Slater. Yeah. Tyron Smith is old at this point. I know he's, I mean, first ballot Hall of Fame tackle is fucking nuts. And that's what Tyron Smith is. He's a first ballot Hall of Fame tackle. Rashawn Slater, what's up? Trent Williams is. I think Trent Williams is better. Than Rashawn Slater? Yes. Okay. That, that's, I just thought of it. I was like. Okay. And I'll I'm, give you that. He's been in the league a long Rashawn time. Rashawn Slater is by far and away top one tier tackle, though. Yeah. Uh, can it be those three? Is that a fair assessment? Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, Trent. Slater and uh, not Tyron Smith. Who did I just name? Who did I just? Fu- it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Al. <laughs> Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. Yeah. Thank you. So, Shannon Sharp, Al and George. The Chargers, this was a formula kind of year. <clears throat> I think they expected a sophomore slump, which they did not get from Justin Patrick Herbert. Mm. That motherfucker is so good, bro. He's so good at what he does. I had, for the first time, I think, in my Charger life, I had no doubt my quarterback was going to lead me to where I had to go that game. Regardless if we won or lost, we as if I'm on the team, regardless if the Chargers won or lost, there was no doubt in my mind Herbert was going to at least lead a drive. Did I think it would be three or four straight anxiety attack, fourth and tens? Yet? No, I didn't think that. Herbert threw the ball 64 times, but he was throwing the ball so hard in that fourth quarter in overtime. I don't know if I've ever seen a guy throw that hard in a regular season game. After throwing 65 passes. Right. I mean, at that point, 50, because, you know, final drive. But 20 play final drive in the fourth quarter to get that touchdown. The amount of work that whole team put in. I mean, you could hear Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth on the broadcast talk about how these guys are walking back to the huddle. So, mistake number one. 
absolutely no, not a soul has been talking about. Staley needs to call a timeout right there. You need to recognize that Mike Williams is fucking walking. He is the dying breath. You need to realize that Herbert looks like me and George on three hours sleep right now. You need to realize that Keenan Allen might be hurt because you're not throwing the ball his way. He's getting double covered. And that Max Crosby and these guys are getting off on that offensive line, which is not a bad offensive line, especially on the left-hand side with Slater. Staley has to recognize at that point, let's call a timeout. We have three. They had three. When they scored that final touchdown, they had two more. They didn't even need. 30 seconds to go, 20 seconds to go on the road. you got to use all three of them, or at least two of them, and keep one in your back pocket. Okay, that, that's point number one from me. Point number two, you bring up the aggressiveness. I like it. This is where I say it's part of the formula. This is what I mean by that. Staley was figuring stuff out this year. He said, you know what? No other coach goes for fourth down and is this aggressive in the entire league. Let's try something. We have a young team. They're spry. I think that Herbert's amazing. This is probably what, he, what he's thinking. I, I, I trust our defense, but I really trust our offense. Let's use our weapons. The Chargers are right up there with the Vikings. They're right up there with the Bengals. They're right up there with the Cowboys. They're right up there with, um, George, I don't mean to hate on the Rams, but I, I just don't think the Rams are super talented on offense. I think their defense is what helps carry them. But they have weapons at quarterback, running back, receiver, Jared Cook. I'm not big on him at this point. But he has to be aggressive. And he was. I agree with you, Al. It was a mistake for Staley to call the timeout. Okay? But you have to try stuff. Is that the point in the place to try it? No. But I think next season, we're not going to see nearly as many fourth down attempts. Especially when you're on your own 19, fourth and one, when you just ran a third and one and, and Eckler gets stuffed. Which hasn't happened all year, by the way. I mean, yeah. if there's one guy I want to put the ball in the hands of, it's him, Jonathan Taylor, and Najee. Those have been the three best running backs in football this year. Even though Najee's kind of fallen off towards the end. He's a rookie. He's never played 17 games in a year before in his life. I can justify that a little. And you got old-ass Big Ben. Still can't believe they made the playoffs. Um... It was just one of those years, man. They were just trying shit out. I didn't think they'd be 9-8. and eight. They were 4-12 and 12 last season yeah. with the same team, same football team, minus Rashawn Slater. Yeah. They need to work on the defense, I agree. The front seven is what needs help. You can't yeah. have Bosa being the only guy that I'm afraid of. That's not going to work long term. But Staley, this whole thing that, oh, he, should he be fired? Oh, sh- should should the Chargers maybe start looking the other way? God, no. no, no God, shot. no. The way he's rose through the ranks, the amount of people, he's from the McVay tree. I know Fangio just got fired, but he's got the Vangio hookup. Uh, I know, <laughs> I mean, this I'm not making a good case, but because Pace and Nagy just got fired in Chicago, but he's got there. Like, he's been in the league a few years. He knows what he's doing. By the way, Brandon Staley, 39 years old. Some of the guys on the Chargers are a few years younger than that, and that's it. So, point being, I love the head coach. I do love Staley. I think in the first half of the year, he was coach of the year candidate. And I'm getting to the end of this. And I will bring up the Raiders, and I'll give them credit. I just, I'm a Charger fan. I want to take you guys through how I felt. Was it heartbreaking? Absolutely it was. I'm not going to act like it wasn't. I mean, come on now. Especially when I really thought the Raiders would tie. I really thought they would. Do I blame it all on that timeout? No. We had all game to do something. We were down 29-14 in the fourth quarter. We had all game to figure it out. We had overtime to go get a touchdown, and we couldn't convert it. So it is what it is. Eckler, I don't know if he was hurt. He didn't look that great in the game Sunday. I don't think he scored. No, he scored. He scored? I think he scored twice. Did he score twice? I think so. Oh, shit. Okay. I was at work for most of it, so pardon me on that. But Chargers, I feel good about their future. 
I still have Justin Herbert for MVP next year, early favorite. I think he's amazing. I think he has the best throw of the year against the Giants. That throw is unreal. Unreal. I still... Wet dreams. <laughs> I, Al, come on. Stop it. This is not 2021. I'm looking forward to our future. Raiders, I want to give you guys props. Not much, because I'm, I'm salty that I switched. And, I mean, guys like Eddie Glass... I love Eddie. I know that if I see him and tell him I was rooting for the Chargers, I'll be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, there's plenty of my friends that, like, they saw me in the Jacobs and the car jersey and stuff like that. Um, I know my uncle is, is somewhere right now happy that me and my dad had to suffer this loss and his Raiders got to win, albeit the Vegas Raiders. And I'm happy the Raiders made it. Carr's going to get a third contract. Max Crosby should be a pro bowler like he is. Rich Basaccia should come back another year. I agree. That team was what? Fucking two and five, two or no? I mean, they actually had a pretty good record. What? Four and one? I, I three and two? I don't remember. I think they were three and two. Either way. Either way, Basaccio should come back for another year. Props to the Raiders. Let's get off this now, though. Great game, game of the year. Chargers. I'm looking forward towards the future. It was never about this year. That's why I'm not that hard pressed. Does it suck? It's yes, and it's supposed to suck, but it is what it is. Let's talk about this, guys. I saw a thing this morning at the station that was pretty interesting. Um, the NFL is still the ratings king as for anything in the country, whether it's NBA, whether it's baseball, whether it's the World Series, whether it's award shows, whether it's uh, The Bachelor and shit like that. Viewership is up 10% compared to 2020 for this season in the NFL. The Christmas Day game between the Broncos, or um, the, sorry, uh, the Browns and Packers drew 26.8 million people watching. The Lakers and Nets game on Christmas, which was airing opposite of that, time-wise, at the most, drew 5.8 million. Now, the NBA is very political. People do not like LeBron James. Katie and Kyrie were not playing. There's a lot of variables. It's also the fucking Cleveland Browns. I mean, the NFL is king. People love their football. America loves football. America has forgiven the NFL, too, by the way. Let's stop this notion that we give a fuck about the Kaepernick stuff anymore, that we care about the kneeling. If people are still on that, which is very few, even the people that were on that shit that I know at work that are Niners fans or Raiders fans, they're like, oh, yeah, I've tuned in a couple games. Oh, yeah, I know about Ayuk and Debo. Oh, yeah. Guys that four or five years ago weren't even on the team. You know, they're aware of what's going on. The NFL is always going to be the ratings king in America. This is always going to be the number one most watched event as far as Super Bowl goes. This is always going to be the most covered sport. Yo, George is going through it over here as I'm explaining my yeah. shit. He's rubbing, <laughs> he's rubbing his head just like, oh, God. No, Why'd I show up to this part? I'm hearing all the information. He's yeah, dropping, I'm, I'm just dropping little nuggets. I'm just spilling. I'm just spilling. And I'm almost done. But it was just an interesting stat. I mean, uh, what, what's your guys' take? Do you guys think America has forgiven the NFL? And did you guys see that Lay's this year is making only 200 copies um I guess you can call that 200 bags of uh, each team's own uh, Lay's. It's regular Lay's. It's regular just potato chips, but it has like Cowboys logo, Packer logo, Rams logo, Jaguars logo, and there's 200 of each of them. I don't know where they're going to sell it. Probably places like L.A., New York, but um, the NFL has a big thing going on. The Super Bowl is still in Los Angeles. Al, what do you think, man? The NFL's ratings king. Has America forgiven football yet? I think they've forgiven it. There's obviously, you know, some people who still are like, oh, I'm not fucking watching that shit. Hard asses. Yeah, but, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, 
football is just the most entertaining sport to watch. Like, like me and you have talked about it. And the NBA is so hard to watch now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why their ratings are down so much. The players are annoying as shit. Like, I don't really care about the politics. They're a little too political, in my opinion. That's, the, that's what makes me care, is I have to hear it every day. And it's, you know, when you're watching a game, every single commercial is about politics. And it's like, dude, I, I watch sports to get away from politics. Thank politics you. is on everything else that we do in our life. But the other thing with the NBA besides that, I mean, it's just so hard to watch because all the players do is bitch and complain. You know, you see someone go up for a layup and they don't get a foul call and they're fucking screaming the whole time, not running back down the court. It, and it's just, it's just not entertaining anymore. It's... Uh, I don't. I don't even know how to explain. I used to be able to sit down and watch every single Kings game or be in attendance for a Kings game, and now like I don't even like want to go to a Kings game. I barely even want to watch Kings games. It's it's that hard to watch. That's 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 my take on it. George, uh, basketball is just too predictable. We already know who's going to be in the top four. And that's it. That, that's gonna be my. And point. realistically, we just watch highlights. Like I, I love John Morant. What the fuck are they going to do in the playoffs? You know. I mean, I, I, honestly, the Grizzlies might do something, but, like, they're, they're not, not beating Phoenix or Golden yeah. State. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not happening. So, it's just, we're just waiting for playoffs, and then that's where shit really starts. That's my thing. Like, the NFL, I care about every game. Mm-hmm. I can gamble, and I don't, on every game. That's Fantasy th- is way easier to yeah. play in every game. Yeah. The NBA, there's too many fucking games. The players are actually right about that one. I, I know guys like Barkley and Shaq go, oh, you guys are pussies, you guys. Are... That's one of the few old-headed things. that, And I, I love that show. I love Shaq and Barkley. I've said it plenty on this show. But that's one of the few things on Inside the NBA that I just can't stand is when they go old-head with it. I think Kenny's pretty down the middle um, as far as what I see and whatnot. But there is too many games. You should scale back from 82 to, like, 66, like they've done in the lockout in the pandemic years. Um I think COVID was actually even shorter than 66. I think it was like, what, 60 last year? 62? Something like that, yeah. Something like that, 64. Um, But, yeah, it's way too predictable. That's the thing. The NFL, it is so wide open. If it's Niners-Titans, are you going to be shocked? It's been that kind of year. If it's Packers-Chiefs, are you going to be shocked? No, it's been that kind of year. Where the NBA, it's going to be Golden State-Milwaukee? Phoenix and the Nets? I mean, that's literally what it's going to be. Warriors-Suns and Nets-Bucks. That's the conference finals. I don't see a Cinderella team, and I haven't watched much NBA, but I don't see an Atlanta coming out of nowhere. I don't see the Knicks doing shit. I don't think the Lakers are going to do shit. I don't think the fucking Clippers are going to do anything. I don't think these teams are going to do anything, and I'm not even really aware of who's great. I don't think the Nuggets are going to do shit. Uh, did you guys see Markeith Morris call Jokic a sloppy fat boy? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> a sloppy fat boy. <laughs> don't call me sloppy. I'm liable to do the bullshit Joker did if you call me sloppy. Don't do that. Sloppy is an insult. That's like, that's like calling me a uh, uh, saltine. It's an insult. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, man, the NFL ratings are king, and they always will be in America. America is a football kind of country. Let's move on back to the games from last week. The San Francisco 49ers beat the Los Angeles Rams for the sixth time over the last three seasons. Kyle Shanahan officially has Sean McVay's number, like we all thought. Kyle Shanahan is Sean McVay's fucking daddy. You are the Rams fan in the room. I can't believe I'm caping and capping for the Niners right now, but I'm going to do it. Both of y'all are fucking haters, and you used to be a Niner fan. How do you feel about your Rams losing for the sixth straight time? You guys have not beat them since 2018. Uh-huh. Do you want to know what I was doing in 2018? Making $11 an hour washing cars at Kia in the summer. 
I was down exponentially. Down bad. That's, that's the last time the Rams had a shot against the Niners. Stat Padford, what the fuck is that? Cooper Cup's the only good player on the team, it feels like, besides AD and Ramsey. So, George, you're the Rams fan. I'll let you go ahead. Uh, so, once uh, Tyler Higby scored that second touchdown, it was 17-0, and Sean McVay uh, dapped him up in the end zone, which is... Uh, you played football. How, how fucked is that to do? That's pretty fucked. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I knew it was going to... I was like, oh, that's kind of like you're asking to get chippy. You're asking the fucking... Especially with your rival team. Um, yeah. But I actually, as soon as that happened, I was I was happy, and then I went to church with my mom, and and uh, went to get some splitter like IHOP or something, and then I and I tuned back in in the fourth quarter, and <clears throat> it's a game at seventeen uh, twenty four, and uh, and then they score, and then went to OT. I was like, this is it's over, you know, like Niners are about to win this shit, and I don't know what they I don't know what they have in the water where they can just fucking dick us down like this, uh, a superior team, and they can just fucking shit on us. Um, I mean, kudos to them. I'm glad they, uh, well, I mean, I'm not really glad they made playoffs, but. It's your see. old team, though. Yeah, it's just a, I love underdog stories, so it's hard to fucking say, talk shit, too, you know. I'm such a, I'm not biased, you know. I mean, fuck them for beating us, but it's playoffs now, so really show up. Mmm. Mmm. Ow. <laughs> I'm going to say what I told you when we were at Jeff's California Cattle Company. Cooper Cup is not the most valuable offensive player to their team. It is Debo Samuel, and Debo Samuel showed it in that game. Wait, say that again? I'm sorry. Cooper Cup is not the most valuable offensive player to their team. To whose team? Like, to their own team. To the Okay, to their team. Okay. It is, it is Debo Samuel. Without Debo Samuel, that 49ers team maybe wins two games. Debo Samuel is, Debo Samuel is the difference in that game. Once they started getting Debo the ball and finding ways for him to, apparently he fucking throws the ball now. Um, it was, it was an incredible job by the Niners. I mean, once it was seventeen zero, I was like, oh shit, the route's on. But um, and then Matthew, I don't Matthew Stout. I just don't know what I'm going to get out of him every week. Some weeks he's going to throw for three thirty and four tuds, and then he's going to throw for, you know, two fifteen a tud and two interceptions, but. Um, I think the Rams will be fine. The defense is really good. They're well, really well coached. Um, props to the Niners, though. I mean, I, I've been on record for talking a lot of shit about the Niners on this podcast, and, and especially Kyle Shanahan. Uh, but he did a really good job with that team this year. The defense is, is good per usual. The run game's good per usual. George Kittle's healthy. Debo is top three offensive player that's not a quarterback in the NFL. Um the 49ers, they're just the team that nobody wants to play in the playoffs. I mean, Dallas is probably shitting their pants right now because that's probably the team they least wanted to play. But, uh, yeah, great job by Kyle Shanahan. You know, I, I will gladly admit I was wow. I was wrong. Um, wow. I, I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. Nah, I'm good. That's good. That's uh, good. Yeah, I was wrong on Kyle Shanahan, wrong on the Niners. Hell of a job. Uh, it could be an interesting game to watch this week with them and the Cowboys. Will you apologize to Kyle? Kyle Shanahan, I'm sorry. I know you're listening to this, so I'm sorry. We're so important. <laughs> okay. He, he, oh, yeah, he is listening. He's like, finally, that fucking dickhead. <laughs> He's like, man, that Blake guy's on to something. Uh, I'm fucking around. Let's go to Debo, man. Mm. I, I was sitting here needing glasses for a second because I was looking at his stats. Pro football reference. Thank you for the stats. Six receiving touchdowns, eight rushing touchdowns for Debo. 14 total this season. 1,400 receiving yards, 
less rushing yards than I thought, but still, still impressive. 365 rushing yards. So together, he has literally 1,770 yards from scrimmage with 14 touchdowns. And a passing touchdown. And a passing touchdown. Which is still not Cooper Cup's numbers, wildly. Which is wild. But I do think Debo is a little more valuable because he can do a little bit of everything. I agree with you. Yeah. Kittle's been hurt half the year. Mm -hmm. Kittle, besides the Seahawks game on the road and the Bengals game, I don't really know where he's been. He hasn't really showed out. Those two games, he went crazy. I think those were back-to-back games, too. Yeah. He went crazy in those two games. Ever since then, I I know he's just an offensive lineman. And I don't want to disrespect a guy like that. I do think he's probably he's right there with Kelsey for best tight end in football. But at the end of the day, look, man, the Niners, not only do they have your guys' number, they've been the better team. I think the problem, they want it more. Mm-hmm. Let's talk mm-hmm. about what no one wants to talk about with Sean McVay. You guys know what I hate more than anything in sports. It's what I always call out Seth on. It's what I can't stand when motherfuckers do it. Don't fucking front run on me. Because I will bury you. Especially when I'm Shanahan and I beat you five times in a row already. McVay did the same bullshit, and if you sit here and try and tell me Tom Brady and Bruce Arians and them didn't realize it, you're wrong. McVay was sitting there fucking running up and down the sidelines, doing this bullshit week three, fucking doing that fucking bullshit, celebrating when they were scoring touchdowns. It's week three in L.A. This is not the NFC title. This is not the Super Bowl. You didn't win a Super Bowl. What the fuck are you doing? Sean McVay's a frontrunner. Is he boy genius? Sure. Did he make the most out of Brandon Cooks, Goff, and Gurley in that defense? Absolutely he did. One year. What happened the year after that? Looking at you. Litman's playoffs 9-7. What's up, though? I just... The NFC West is just so tough, like... I, and we I know this. I, I just wanted to let it breathe like it was a drink bar. You know what I mean? I just, I just wanted you to... I just wanted to... When you let it marinate, it hits different. The Rams are full of front runners. Stat Pafford, front runner. Jalen Ramsey, mm. fucking front runner. Pussy. I won't go that far. I'm not going to call another man pussy because that's crazy. We got to fight. You call me pussy. That guy is the biggest showboat and front runner. That whole team is. When they're ahead in the game, when they're whooping your ass... Oh, oh, they're the best, they're the greatest show on turf, right? When they're behind, I'm not going to say a bunch of men who play football and have gotten to the highest level don't have heart. It's hard to see if they do, though. It's hard to tell if they do. I, I love Cooper Cup like anyone else loves Cooper Cup. Where does he go when it's nut crunch time? He kind of disappears if we're going to keep it a whole bean right about now. Even in the Ravens game when they were down. I, I know Stafford threw the touchdown to him, and he had his 100, 110 yards. But when it was really nut crunch time, it was Odell Beckham, of all people, on that drive. It was Van Jefferson. I This is why I'm so unsure about the Rams. When we get to picks, I'm taking them over the Cardinals. Don't get me wrong, because I believe in the Cardinals way less than the Rams. The Rams going to Green Bay again. LaFleur and McVay are best friends, and LaFleur has his number two. Dog, you can't be this boy genius, pretty boy, spiked fucking hair, doing the high knees like like we're doing football practice and we got to stretch whenever anyone scores, and then your two buddies always beat you, whether you're in your home or not. That's not good. 
the Niners got your number. The Niners are the better football team. I think that they're better coached. I didn't think I'd say that this season. I don't think you would think you'd say that this year either, Al. Yeah. People can't see. I'm, I'm pointing at you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I just, yeah, man, I, I'm not sure about the Rams. You and Rick sat here and said Super Bowl, last Super Bowl that we watched together. You I thought you guys were crazy. The Rams had the three-game losing streak. Yeah. Uh, Niners, Packers, and who else? Cardinals? I mean, all contenders, all in your same conference. So I'm just not sure, man. I'm not going to see here. This isn't the shit on the Rams pod, but the Niners got them, man. Niners got them. Shout out to Kyle Shanahan. Good for them. Six in a row. That's crazy. That's actually nuts. Yeah, that's wild. And good for them. So it is what it is. Let's move on. Last topic before we take our first break. Tennessee Titans locked up the number one seed by beating the Texans. Texans. Thank you. And Deontay Foreman looking like the best backup running back in football. Absolutely insane. Don't you have him on the fantasy team? And uh, my playoff fantasy with Les, okay. Les Rumley. All right. Excuse me. The Titans will we'll give variable credit. Al, I'm starting with you. Are they the worst number one seed you think you've ever seen? Oh, fuck. Um, 11 and 6, right? 12 and 5? 12 and 5. Eh, that's respectable. This is, this is what I've said about this team. They've won so many games before Derrick Henry got hurt and got so far out in front of everybody that all they had to do was win. I mean, I don't remember which week it was Derrick Henry got hurt, but they had one loss when he got hurt. Um, it's obviously uh, huge props to Mike Vrabel because Mike Vrabel is on, one of the better coaches in the league, in my opinion. I've been saying that for a couple years now. Um, with that being said, I don't think they're that solid. I mean, the the defensive line, the front seven's really good. The DBs are outside of Kevin Byard, not very good. The offensive line is shaky. Um, obviously, Ryan Tannehill, nobody trusts Ryan Tannehill. Um, you have A.J. Brown, but you never know which A.J. Brown's going to show up. Um, George, I know you love Julio, but Julio's old. Uh, you got Westbrook, Westbrook Aquina, is that his name? Westbrook Aquina? No, I don't know. That was Nini Westbrook. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I thought it was D.D. Westbrook, your guy. Oh, oh I love D.D. Westbrook. No, nah, I don't think he's in Tennessee, though. No, he's in many. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, um, they do have the king coming back. He's I don't know what he's going to look like, you know. I mean, look what Christian McCaffrey looked like after a big injury. He got another two big injuries. So um, that whole team in the playoffs is going to go as far as Derrick Henry goes. I don't, I don't know obviously who they're facing in the first their first game but depending on who it is I might not like their chances but I do think they're one of the I don't know if they're one of the worst one seeds but they're absolutely probably one of the least exciting one teams that I can remember when they lose Henry was it the chief game or the Colts game I think I got their wins and losses pulled up right here in real time we're getting this figured out yeah hold on I'm looking up right now impressive stuff though so let's go through it man so, uh, week one, huh? Colts game. Colts game. Okay, yeah. cool. So week eight. Thank you. Yes. Uh, sorry, George. I'll, I'll let you go. You're, you're one of the guests. I let you go first. Uh, what do you make about the Titans? Are they one of the worst number one seeds you've ever seen? How do you feel about this team? How far can they go? I can't even remember back about bad one seeds. I still uh, have faith in them. Um, They're your Super Bowl pick. Titans yes, Rams. Titans Rams. Yeah. So. Um, Honestly, I do not know if their defense is what it used to be. Yeah, you know if it had right. turnover. I mean, it's their defense. the The front, the front four is at least really good. The linebackers are okay, and the DBs are they're they're questionable. But they're they're coached by Mike Vrabel, so it's a solid unit. 
Yeah, I thought they still had like a Dory Jackson. I see him in a Giants jersey. I'm like, wait. Yeah. Who the fuck's running fucking DB over there? Uh, but who's amazing? Oh uh, yeah. Yes, Byard. Byard's, Byard's all legit. pro. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. Really smart. Really smart. So I mean, I I wouldn't say they're uh, the worst in one seed because they still have pieces and if Julio and AJ and um, King Henry get healthy, like why wouldn't they go the distance? You know. I could see him um, going all the way. Why wouldn't they go all the way? Yeah, if, if they if they have the names, if they bring it together, if they're healthy, why wouldn't they? Patty. Mm, Patty. His name is Pat Mahomes. No, yeah. I, I know he looks shaky first half of the year. Second half, hasn't looked shaky to me. Uh-huh. Looks like same old Mahomes to me. Looked shaky in Cincinnati. <laughs> Wait, are they going to have a rematch, the Titans and Chiefs? Uh, they might. They could. They could. AFC, if they go to the AFC title game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I don't even know how all that stuff. I know we can go through seeds and do prediction, but I until we get to the divisional round, I, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. Um, look, man, they got their ass whooped. The Titans did week one by the Cardinals, 38-13. to 13. That's when George picked up the Cardinals defense off waivers for absolutely nothing. I remember that because I put in the waiver claim, too. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, week two, King Henry, three-touchdown game in Seattle. I, I mean, I'm talking, like, one of the most dominant regular season running back games I can remember. He had, what, 230 yards, three touchdowns? He was running at half speed. I feel like he's always kind of low-key at half speed, which is what makes him even crazier. Is He looks like he's at half speed. I know he's not. It's not like he's half trying. But he's so big, it looks like he's not going that quick. He's not hitting the hole that hard. And then he just pops out and he starts going. He has that breakaway speed. He, he's like a Jamar Chase or a Tyreek Hill. Initially, I think it takes a while to get the car going, if you will. Once I hit 75 on that freeway, get out of the way. Because <laughs> I stop it. <laughs> Once you hit 40, get out of the way of Derrick Henry. <laughs> right, yeah. yes. Shit, he could be going 10 and I get out of the way. You gotta hit that fucking Dom Toretto, Fast and Furious. This <laughs> <laughs> is the HOV lane fucking going brazy. By yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, using that carpool, no carpool. Yeah, Josh Norman, boy. He's gonna hit the ground. <laughs> so they beat the Colts, they lose to the Jets, which, I mean, um, yeah, exactly. The <laughs> Thank you. That's a good sound effect. We need that on the soundboard. George going, ah! Jaguars win, Bills win, Chiefs win, Colts win, Rams win, Saints win. That's six in a row. Lose to the Texans. I was a little like, eh. Get their ass kicked by the Patriots. I don't know what that was all about. That was at New England. Week 13 by 20 nothing against the Jaguars. Lose to the Steelers. Beat the 49ers on my birthday. That was a good game. Yeah. I still owe you 20 on that one, I think. Well, yeah, but I bought you plenty of stuff. We'll get uh, we're good. Uh, week 17, Miami. Week 18, Houston. I'm not going to say they're one of the worst. I'm not going to say that. They're not. I don't believe them. Is that fair? Yeah. I don't believe them as the number one seed. The Packers, I get it. Packers last year, I get it. The Chiefs, as long as Pat Mahomes is throwing the football, I understand. The Titans, I. Tannehill? Am I going to trust you against Pat Mahomes? No. AFC, even at home, AFC title game? Am I going to trust you against. Burrow? No. Can I trust you against who the who, uh, Josh Allen? Fuck no. Am I gonna? Are you gonna beat Josh Allen? I know you did that Monday night because Derrick Henry again three touchdowns. You're right. This all hinges on Derrick Henry's toe. Yeah. 
And it was a what? Uh, uh, Liz Frank? Uh, no. Le Frank injury? No. Is that Liz, what that's called? Liz Frank's like the middle, like the arch of your foot. His was like the side. I don't know. It's something that like you can't, like it just has to heal. And it like, there's nothing else you can really do about it. Besides surgery, which you got. Yeah. So, but then it, it still takes however long it's been to heal. Look, I, a part of me feels like they might still be rushing back their franchise running back a little too soon. Mm-hmm. If there's one guy that he deserved a second deal and is going to play it out and probably still be elite at the end of it, it's Derrick Henry. He'll be the first running back to do that since probably Adrian Peterson. I give you a second deal and you're still elite at the end of it. But then again, this is year one of that deal. Yeah. This is the McCaffrey thing. I mean, yeah. are you going to be the guy or are you going to look like bowling ball Zeke? And fucking McCaffrey and Henry getting hurt. Like, these second contracts for the running backs, I'm not too sure about going forward. I'm sure someone will pull the trigger. Someone always does in the NFL. But as far as a thing that's just a part of the norm, I'm not sure. The Titans, I'm not going to disrespect them and say they're one of the worst. I love Vrabel. He deserves to be the coach of the year. He's had a couple years where he's deserved to be coach of the year. The year they went to the AFC title game after they went into New England and ended the Brady and Belichick era was amazing. Then they went and uh, beat the MVP on the road. That was a crazy story. They lost to Mahomes and the Chiefs, but they won the Super Bowl. You lose to the champs, it is what it is. But I think they could win the divisional game. You get Allen or Mahomes in Tennessee, good luck. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to get into the coaches getting fired and GMs getting fired around the league, as well as a topic I would like to talk about because it is his birthday. We'll be right back. All right, guys, and we are back. So Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman, the head coach and general manager of the Minnesota Vikings, both got fired on Monday after they beat the Chicago Bears, but they finished a the year at 8-9. and nine. Kirk Cousins is still on the books next year for $35 million guaranteed, which is a $45 million somehow salary cap hit, which is absolutely asinine, if you ask me. He's not a bad quarterback, but the fact that he's getting a $45 million cap hit and it's fully guaranteed... That's nuts to me. I, again, that's an example of teams. I don't think they'll give fully guaranteed contracts to anybody, even if it's a Rodgers, a Brady, yeah. a Herbert. That's nuts. Fully guaranteed's nuts. Wish Seth was here to talk about this with us, but he's at work. Al, I'll start with you. Mm-hmm. What do you think about them getting rid of Zimmer? And Spielman's been the GM for ten years now. He's the guy who drafted Jefferson, yeah. drafted that defense, drafted Thielen, mm-hmm. drafted I mean, most of that team, drafted Cook. I mean, he's done a good job. Yeah. But maybe when you clean house, you got to really, really clean. What do you think about this and why? So as far as Zimmer goes, um, Zimmer hasn't been bad there. I just think it got to the point where it was time for a new voice in the building. I mean, they they've the last couple of years have been a little bit disappointing, um, especially this year. I thought they were going to be a lot better than they were this year. Uh, so I think for as far as Zimmer goes, it it was it was time. And I I mean everyone knew it was time. His interviews this last week, you could tell he was getting fired. Um, <laughs> So I I also do think they want to bring in a young offensive mind like to uh to kind of help build them back up cuz they're in a weird situation. They're kind of in a weird win now mode, but you you're not really That in defense a, is aging. The defense is aging. You've got good weapons on offense, but you also have Kirk Cousins. So I don't know. Um I could see them going after someone like Kellen Moore, Byron Leftwich. Um, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore's he's I don't think he's going I don't know how he's going to turn out, but he's going to get a job. I think he's going to get a job. That's a hot take. If I was the Vikings, I would probably go Brian Dabble. That's who I'd go with. Don't say Kellen Moore. No, I would either go Brian Dabble or Byron Leftwich. That's who I'd go with. Um, And as far as Kirk Cousins goes, they're probably just going to have to eat his money because I would not let him play another snap in in their uniform. Um, As far as the GM goes, 
I mean, I I was talking to Seth about it, and he said he heard that he was going to get reassigned to a different role, like in the front office. No. Um. That that's what he said. Like a lot of the insiders were saying, but I don't. You know, if I you're don't. the GM, you don't get demoted. You get fired. No, it was going to be a promotion, but like you know, to like, to like I, I don't know. To fuck. what owner president? No. There's stuff between GM and owner and president and stuff. I don't know what the fucking actual terms are, I but say, I, mean, I feel like the president's the I th- only role. I think they were in a position where they just they needed to start fresh. Yeah, you got to make Justin Jefferson happy because he he's he, gonna turn into Diggs. He is your you future. You Can't let that you, happen. You cannot let him go. Right. Um. So you you know let let him sit in the third chair when you're hiring a head coach, the owner, the GM, and then Justin Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook, I guess. Make it four chairs, but um. I think it was time. I think that was a good move by the Vikings to to get to let both of them go. <laughs> what, George? I was, he's like, make it four chairs. I'm like, make it musical chairs. <laughs> George, what do you think, man? Zimmer and Spielman are gone from Minnesota. They got to make Justin Jefferson. I almost said Kirk Cousins. Got to make Justin Jefferson happy. What do you think about Cousins? Do they keep him another year? Do they trade him and eat the contract? Give me your thoughts. Uh, I don't know enough about uh, the Minnesota Vikings are really comment on the coaches and shit, but yeah, uh, Kirk's got to go, and Justin Jefferson's got to stay, and they got to make him stay, and got to give him whatever he wants, cause he's he's like, he, he's not a problem like OBJ where he's like flashy and making a lot of noise. So he's and he's just talented. So I mean, they got some choices to make, and uh, they got to make the right ones. Okay, it was time. The GM still is a little surprising considering mm-hmm. how well he's done in the draft. I'd say he's up there with guys like Telesco as far as your drafts have been crazy good and crazy mm-hmm. accurate. Um, we've all seen the clip at this point of the Eagles taking <laughs> Rieger, Rager, however you say it, over Jefferson. The guy's laughing, and then Spielman and Zimmer on Zoom are like, let's take Jefferson, put in Justin Jefferson, and look how it's turned out. He's going to be a top-two receiver with his buddy Chase for the next five years. Um, we have that debate all the time. We had it last yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for the third time this season, it feels like. But no, it was just time, man. It is what it is. They're gonna let Kirk. They're gonna have to let Kirk play out one more year. It was an experiment. I don't think it's a good one. But I would say you get rid of him now. But the contract's too big. No one's trading for that. If they do trade him, Who's they'll have they'll that? have to eat some of it. Right. Like. They're going to have to play, pay at least $18 million of it if they trade them. I mean, I could see a team trying to get in there. I mean, Cleveland's had the role with Baker, so maybe Denver. Pittsburgh. Carolina. Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh doesn't want no Washington. damn He's not going back to no damn Washington. <laughs> Stop. I heard a rumor they're going to be called the Commanders. i seen that. Yeah, the Washington Commanders. Good Is that? Me. Never mind. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to get too political. It sounds like CFL. It sounds like fucking not this league. Right. It sounds like a knockoff. Yeah. yeah. I almost prefer you just stick with the Washington football team. But, no, it was just time for them to go, man. It is what it is. Keep Jefferson happy. That team is aging. The problem, the biggest problem is Kirk Cousins. He was supposed to be the missing piece, and he was the piece that it's square peg in a round circle. Has he even won a playoff game yet? Yeah. The Saints. Oh, yeah. He won the In the yeah. Superdome. Okay. Yeah. That throw with Thielen was crazy. I'll yeah. give him that. But besides that, they got their ass kicked by the Niners the next week, yeah. and then they haven't made it back since. Yeah. And that team's way too talented, especially when you have Jefferson. You traded Diggs and got Jefferson out of it. The Vikings won that trade. Oh, 100%. 100%. And yeah. Diggs is an elite receiver, but no, the Vikings won that one. We'll see what happens going forward. If you're a Vikings fan, I'd be hopeful. Change is coming. Yeah. Um, maybe not Kirk this year, but, I mean, if you clean house with the quarterback, coach, and GM, that's good. House yeah. is getting cleaned out, so... Vikings fans should have something to look forward to. I hope Seth is happy about it. It was just time. Zimmer wasn't bad. He He's, might even get another job as a D coordinator somewhere. But it was just time. Seth's thrilled. 
I'm sure. Yeah, he yeah. is thrilled. Yeah, I mean, you want to get a look at Kellen Mond? Not particularly. Mike, why, why don't you want to get a look at Kellen? I see him every day. <laughs> Mike, why is your nose red? It's cold. I was like, have you heard anything about your job security? No, and I haven't heard anything about yours either. He said that? To a reporter, yeah. A reporter said, what do you think about the rumors of your job security? And he said, I don't know. I don't know the security of yours either or something like that. Jesus Christ, Mike Zimmer. He's an angry old man. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We're going to do some lightning around stuff because I want to get to picks because it's a good weekend of football. Yeah. Joe Judge from the Giants. Matt Nagy. 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 Matt Nagy. <laughs> Take Nagy um, over Nagy any let, fucking day. Let me just say, I'm so glad we don't have to say that name anymore. Oh, he's going to be an OC somewhere. That's fine. He's not a head coach. I don't got to talk about him. Vic Fangio, your guy. He got fired. He's done. Are you sad? Yeah. He's your guy. You love shitting on him. He's going to be a great defensive coordinator. Right. He, wherever he goes, that's going to be a good-ass defense. What's up with the Broncos hiring all these old-ass coaches? Shermer and fucking John Fox. and Fe- Like, dude, hire someone young. Yeah. And they're not going to. Elway's going to pick someone from the 90s. Watch Mike Shanahan come out. <laughs> no, they're going to they're gonna bring in Mike Zimmer. Oh, my God. They, they actually might. They really might. It's a slightly younger Vic Bangio. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Bevel. <laughs> People listening to this, they're going to think they accidentally paused it three or four times because <laughs> the silence of me trying to get my shit together is just, yeah. But uh, uh, Daryl Bevel yes. and Brian Flores, oh. all of them got fired. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the first four? We'll get into the Dolphins in a second. Okay, so Joe Judge, fucking clown. Glad he's gone. I thought it was Belichick. Yeah, the Belichick tree, by the Garrett. way, is terrible. Mm-hmm. The McVeigh tree, on the other hand, that's a good tree. Um, pick an apple off that tree. I'd, I'd pick a couple. Granny Smith apples. Ooh. Yeah, now we're talking. Granny Smith. But uh, anyways. Yo, you are dumb. Joe Judge, fucking clown. Glad he's gone. I mean, that, that was fucking atrocious the last three or four weeks of the season. I thought they were going to keep him, which I was like, dude, there's no fucking They shot. were until everyone in New York said, what the fuck y'all doing? And then they were like... Right. Which I seen a video of MetLife, Sta- MetLife Stadium at their game. It looked like a fucking Kings game. There was nobody there. There was no one there which in is, New York City. Yeah, which ten is million people. Yeah, so he had to go. Right, Dave Gettleman. They told him, "Hey, you can retire, or you're gonna get fired. It's your choice." Right. He um, what, what was the name? Matt Matt Nat Nagy Nagy. Don't uh, say racist stuff. Matt Nagy. Uh, yeah, fuck you. Glad you're gone. You're fucking terrible. Um, you want a coach of the year? That's cool. With my guy Trubisky. Yeah. Trubisky carried him that year. Not the defense. Trubisky did. Not the defense. Not Mitch the defense. Trubisky. Mitch. Mitch Nagy, he's going to get an offensive coordinator job somewhere or they, a position coach. He made the coach. playoffs two of his four years. He's, Let's not act like he was horrible. Yeah, I mean. The last year he was horrible. The real problem, I mean, he was a problem. Don't get me wrong. Ryan Pace was the real problem in Chicago. Yes, absolutely. Which, glad they got rid of him, too. Yeah. Um, yep. Especially in that division. But anyway, uh, who was the next one? Uh, we got Vic Vangio. Vic Vangio. I think we already hit on Vic Vangio. Yeah, he's going to be a good defensive coordinator wherever he goes. But Your guy, Daryl Bevel. You said his name 80 million times last year. He should be the head coach. He should be the head coach. I, I think it's wild the Jaguars didn't even interview him. They just said, yeah, back your office up. You can go. Which they, But that's what they need. They need to clean house, but they right. didn't do it because they kept Trent Balky, which I don't fucking know why. But... Um, Daryl Bevel, I mean, it's kind of obvious he wasn't going to be the guy there next. Yes. Um, he was just cleaning up Urban Meyer's mess. And then Brian Flores is next, right? Brian Flores. That one shocked the shit out of me. I mean, they started off 1-7, but then he won 8 of the next 9. Yeah. 
he was the one that wanted Herbert over Tua. Yeah. The GM who's been in the organization for the last 20 years wanted Tua over Herbert. Why does he why does he still have a job? Yeah. Which when there's a power struggle like yeah, that Stephen it's Ross is his fucking daddy who's the Dolphins owner for the listeners who don't know. Yeah. Um when there's a power struggle like that it's typically the head coach that goes. Right. Typically. Always um, always first. Make no Brian Flores is going to get a job. That he's going to get a job with one of these teams that wants a coach. Chicago. He's he's not going to miss out on a head job this opportunity. He's a good ass coach. Yeah, he is. He's probably the best Bill Belichick tree that Apple that's fallen off that tree. Yeah, uh, that Granny Smith. I mean, I, I made one of those sour faces. Yeah. How tardy that apple was. Yeah. I made one of those. I uh, I seen something that the. <laughs> I seen something that the Texans might uh they might fire David Culley to try and go get Brian, Brian Flores. He's sixty eight. But this is why. The main reason Deshaun Watson wanted to go to Miami, Brian, Brian Flores. Brian Flores. Mm. So they're going to try and keep Deshaun Watson happy. Yeah. yeah. Brian Flores is going to get a job. He's a good coach. GM was just a fucking nut job for still even defending that he should have taken two over Herbert. Um, but, yeah, Brian Flores shouldn't have been fired. He's going to get another job, and he's going to do just fine wherever he goes. George, what do you think about these firings? Okay, Joe Judge, Matt Nagy, Vic Fangio, Jags firing. No mm-hmm. comment, don't know nothing. They're shit. Ryan Flores, uh, yeah, he's going to get a good-ass job. Uh, that's fucking retarded. Dolphins doing Dolphins shit. Um, yeah, I hope the best for him. Fuck the Dolphins. Yo, George is the GOAT. Yo, we... <laughs> Al and I never stop talking. George George would be great one of those ESPN shows because good energy. He You like to have him in the building. Now we're giving an analysis on George. <laughs> like a co- you like to have him in the building. He doesn't ask for the max. He's not a diva. And he's not going to take up much time. Team player. Yeah. He's like he's a he, not a point guard, but a shooting guard. You'll you'll get you need your 10, 15 shots, but you you'll dish out five, six assists. It's not like you're gonna sit there and be like a homeboy at West Conwood and just pull that shit every time. Like, yo, pass that ball. Hey. I've been running up and down the court. I, I just I just had COVID. Pass the ball. <laughs> All right. Fact. <laughs> and no, it's not your boy Bailey. Um it's not. No, that he could pull threes. I that dude could shoot. I'd What's his name? Take the ball. Uh Bailey. Is Over- that his name? Oh, Bailey Overton. Yeah, 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 your boy. Okay. Brian Flores. Uh, George, I'm with you. My analysis is the same. All those guys had to go clean house. They're on their second, third, fourth years. It was just time to go. There's always three or four coaches, Black Monday. This year, there was, what, six that got fired? There's always three or four coaches that you know deserve to get fired and that they always go. Brian Flores is very shocking. But it was a power struggle, and that's been coming out of the woodwork over the last few days. Two over Herbert is already an all-timer. Yeah. After one year, it was an all-timer. Tua in college was unpredictable. Herbert was a surefire shot at Oregon. You watch him in that Rose Bowl game on New Year's like I did a couple years ago when I was working at the pizza parlor. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker. The amount of times I say that about him on this pod, just to let you know he's legit. If the Chargers never drafted him, he'd still be legit. He can go. He can get drafted by, if he got drafted by the Dolphins, he'd be this good. Yep. So, but then again, thank you. Who's the GM in, in Miami? I know you know this, Al. Whoever it Chris, is. Chris Greer. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you. And Stephen Ross, thank you. The Dolphins have not won a playoff game in well over 25 years. This is part of it. Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl because of shit like this. 
I don't know how long Steven Ross has been the owner, but there's some people in that building that have been in that building way too long. There's something about that Miami Sun. A lot of these dudes like DJ Khaled, Steven Ross, The Rock, they live down there for 30 straight years, never leave. What's up with that Miami Sun? Yo, it must be like 85-year Dwayne Wade. It must be like 85-year round down there. No sales tax. Oh, no state tax either. Yeah. Hey, no sales tax, no state tax, and it's 85. Come on down. They got all the strip clubs, too. All that cocaine. Yeah. George. <laughs> Talking about that Coca-Cola. Um, point being, man, because I want to get to picks. And we're going to have a very special guest coming up in a few minutes here on the pod to give us pick for one of the games. Brian Flores will get another shot. I think it'll be in Chicago. I think they should pair him with Fields. I think he'll do a good job. I think that Fields is everything Tua wishes he could be. Tua's not shit. But at the same time, he's not going to be the guy that leads you to the promised land. There was only two of those guys in that draft. They had a chance to get one of them, and they passed up on him. So it is what it is. Flores, I'd say I feel bad, but he's going to go to a better situation probably. I mean, the yeah. Dolphins obviously didn't think he was that great. Started 1-7 and seven and won seven in a row. They went 10-6 and six last year, barely missed the playoffs. After, tr- after having a fire sale in 2019, they got rid of Minka. They got rid of Laramie Tunzel, who's your favorite player. I love Laramie Tunzel. Gas mask with, the gas with the mask. bong. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Look, he was built for the pandemic. Brian Flores will get a job somewhere else. And I, <laughs> what? No, no, no. <laughs> that's you like that joke? Yeah. Like that? <laughs> Al doesn't appreciate my COVID jokes, but I think my COVID jokes are happening. He's bad. getting this bit ready. I'm just enjoying. <laughs> it. I'm here for the show. I'm doing my research, making sure we didn't miss anything. Okay, all right, fair enough. Brian Flores will get a job somewhere else. I think it'll be Chicago, and we'll end it right there. When we come back, we will give our picks for NFL Wild Card Super, uh, Super Wild Card Weekend. Sorry, and a very special guest will be joining us to discuss his team's playoff hopes and chances against a team he can't stand. When we come back. All right, guys, and we are back. So as promised, I let you guys know that we call someone special, and that special someone is going to be Mr. Troy Parrott, owner of Good Times Pizza and Things, located in Palisadro, California. He is here with us on the phone today. He is a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. I want to give you this credit, Troy. Al and I always talk about some of the worst fan bases. I know you've never met Al before. Al said he can't stand Cowboy fans. I said that you were actually the most pleasant Cowboy fan I've ever been around, and you're a real Cowboy fan, so I'll give you that credit. I wanted to call you because you're a diehard, been a fan since the 80s, and your whole family is a bunch of Niner fans. I've heard stuff about the catch all week. I've heard stuff about the, the NFC title games and the going back and forth. The Niners, peaking at the right time, on the road in Dallas. I wanted to get your take. I wanted to hear what you thought about Dak and Zeke and everyone. And, and Micah Parsons as well, 11 from heaven. I mean, he is crazy good. But I want to get your take first on the game. 49ers and Cowboys, who do you think is going to win and why? You know what, this is one of those times that I'm going to tell you that it's as as much of a Cowboy fan I am, it's a toss-up because who's going to show for the Niners? Is Garoppolo going to just absolutely fold in on himself and give up? You know, is Kellen Moore going to play it safe and, and protect everybody and play conservative football? So it just really honestly depends. This is one game that I probably would not bet on, honestly. Because you, it could be fifty-two to seventeen. It could be the best game of the season, including the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? That's true. We were talking before we hopped on the air, right before about Zeke versus Pollard, 
You were talking about how Zeke's been underutilized. He's he's underperformed. I want to get your take on Dak, though. He broke the franchise record, albeit it's the first season we've had 17 games. He broke the franchise record for most touchdowns by a Cowboys quarterback and Cowboys franchise history. He had 37 on the year. Romo in 2014 had 36. You've said before that you like Dak way more than Romo, which is hilarious. I think all the Cowboy fans agree on that. But what do you make about Dak's season, man? Because there's been a couple duds by him. The Kansas City game, the even the Chargers game. But then he has games against Washington and Philly where he looks like he's a top-five quarterback. What do you make about Dak, man? I, 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 you know what? Washington should have been beat by 52 points. They're a high school team. <laughs> you don't beat Washington by 52 points, and, you know what I mean? You watch him go out there and struggle against St. Louis. That defense is decent, but it's not great. You know what I mean? I just think that I, I think that Dak, on paper, like Romo, is a great quarterback. But until you put a Super Bowl ring on that finger, you're just going to be good. You're not going to be great. So, and and I and I and I love Dak, and I and I think that he's once again. I'll use the word again: underutilized. When Kellen Moore needs to go out there, throw the playbook away, and go run a two-minute offense the whole game, and make whatever happens happen. What do you think? That's the way we play best: fast and quick. You know what I mean? So. What do you make about the games like the Washington game? It hell the Falcons game where the Dak and Lamb hookup was the best that it was all year long. I had both Dak and Lamb on my fantasy teams. I don't know if you listened to the last few pods. I've I've kind of been shitting on your guy Dak. I love me some CD Lamb. I still like him more than Coop. Unfortunately, Gallup's hurt. But I mean, what's up with Lamb? I mean, you bring up Kellen Moore. I feel like he's just a decoy in the offense. I mean, what the hell is Kellen Moore doing with probably his most talented receiver in my opinion? You know. Amazing receiver, absolutely dynamic receiver. I mean, I watched that guy go over the middle, get smashed. I watched the guy go for the ball, and not a lot of receivers do it anymore. He will go for the ball no matter where it's at, and that is amazing. And uh, but you you talk about Ceedee Lamb, and, and nobody says anything about Wilson. Right, Cedric Wilson's look really good. Wilson looks phenomenal, not really good. Phenomenal. <laughs> no, he does. This cat at you know what I mean. Even Dalton Schultz. So, Schultz had an amazing year at tight end. Schultz is awesome. He's been on my fantasy league in all three of my leagues. <laughs> so he's. But you, so ask yourself: You got Dak, you got CD, you got you got Wilson, you got Schultz, you got a you got a good solid defense. Why aren't we? You know, sixteen and one, sixteen and two. You know what I mean? That's. Do you think it's a it McCarthy is, problem? No, man. I think it's a Kellen Moore problem. Okay, because I agree with you on that. I agree. I, I think, think I think that that they went through a year when Dak got hurt, and they're like, we can't do that again. So they've been playing super conservative on, until some games, and then they let him loose, and then they let him loose, and they score 52, or they score 48 or 36. Your defense is good enough to keep you in games if your offense scores every time. So, but if your offense doesn't score, your defense, no matter how great it is, ain't going to keep you in the game. Because when you play Green Bay, they will lace you up. I agree. So, I agree with you. I don't know. I'm a I'm a hard I'm a hardcore Cowboy fan. I love my Cowboys day in day out, and I'm rooting for them every day. But but until someone takes the reins off those guys and lets them play, we're just going to be postseason first game postseason players, a team like that. So it hurts my heart. What do you think about Micah and Trevon Diggs? It's only Diggs' second season. He leads the NFL in picks. 
He's also led up the most yards by any defensive back in football this year. 11 from heaven, by far defensive rookie of the year. Might even be contender for defensive player of the year. I know George absolutely loves Micah Parsons. What do you make about those two guys, man, that Cowboys defense? I think a lot of people have challenged them and came up wanting. That's what I think. I think there was there were some quarterbacks and offensive coordinators that were like, oh, the hype's not real, and it is. But I think that that front four on the defensive line gives him every opportunity to make the plays that he's been playing and to be able to play at the level that he's been playing. With Gregory so, and Lawrence and, yeah, all those guys. Guy, I mean, that's a, they, they create the opportunity for him. But he is an outstanding ball player. I mean, he reads offenses well. He reads quarterbacks well. And I think that a lot of offenses didn't really believe the hype, and I think they do now. We bring so. up we bring up the Falcon game. The Cowboys crushed the Eagles last week. I, I, had, I turned the game off in the fourth quarter after the fifth Dak touchdown. That just was what it was at that point. Uh, we bring up the game, the Washington Sunday night game, when the Washington football team got embarrassed. But then we look at games like the Chiefs. Even the Cardinals, you know, they tried to come back, but it was just too little too late. And I feel like that's a recurring theme with the Cowboys. Are are they a clutch team to you? Do you believe in them in the fourth quarter if they're down by a touchdown or 10 points? Or are they one of those teams that they're good when they're ahead, but when they're down, not a lot of heart? What do you think? You know, and this is the distinction between Romo and, and Dak that I'll make is, is Romo was a clutch quarterback. Romo never gave up. He had to win the game in the first half. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that Jack is, hey, we got four quarters. And I think that Mahomes is feeling that this year, too, in, in that same concept. Mahomes went out last year and said, we got to win by by the half. And this year he was like, well, we got four quarters. And I think Dak is falling under that, or Kellen Moore is falling under that, that, hey, we have four quarters to play. But if you watch the time possession of those games, we were totally dominated on time possession of the ball. That's true. So, yeah. So that's that's where we don't we don't play clutch, and I don't and I don't understand why. So, <laughs> dude, is this a Super Bowl winning team? Do you do you think if they get through San Fran, I, I think one of the biggest, if not the biggest, threat in the NFC because you know the Buccaneers are a little wounded at this point. The Packers every year in the playoffs, Rodgers kind of dwindles down. Do the Cowboys have a real shot to get to the Super Bowl and beat a Mahomes or beat the Bills or? Beat the Packers in the, at Lambeau? Because they have to go through Lambeau to get there. How do you feel about the chances this year? If we get through San Francisco, we'll have enough momentum. Kellen Winslow, I believe, will take the chains off, and they'll have to play guns blazing against Green Bay. They'll have to. They'll right. have to match them point for point, yard for yard. And they have the defense to do that. But the question is, is will they turn the offense loose to do it? Because we have the tools to be a Super Bowl champion. We got all, we got all the right tools. But it's just like an engine that's not firing right. Okay, I hear that. Do you guys have any questions for for Troy, or am I in here? Um, George has a question for you, Troy. Yeah. Go ahead. So, um, <laughs> what do you think uh, Zeke's going to do next year for fantasy wise, and uh, is he still a first round pick? I think Zeke will all. Everybody will always hold out hope that Zeke will be a first round fantasy pick, and if he goes to the second round, you're playing in a pretty weak fantasy league. So, okay. I don't. I don't. I. It's. It's just like how you always figure. No matter how bad a year Aaron Rodgers has, or, or somebody like even Mahomes, is he? And he's, is he first round quarterback next year? I don't know about first round, but he's, he should be one of the top two quarterbacks first off the board 
for sure. Right. Yeah. So, even though he had a crappy year, Zeke is the same way. It's like it, <laughs> he's just a running. He's a good, solid running back, and and he'll put up decent numbers, but and you'll hope that he'll put up amazing numbers. Mm. So, but yeah, I think he's still a first round pick. Troy, what team is better in your opinion? The 2016 Cowboys. You go 13 and three. Dak and Zeke's rookie year. Rodgers goes to Dallas, rips your guys' heart out in the fourth quarter, or is the 2021 team this season better than that team? Who would you rather have? Oh, my gosh. I would rather have the 2021 team, personally, because I think our defense is stronger. I mean, you can go back and forth offensively, but if you can't at least make that other offense work against you. I think that we have the tools to be a better team on paper right now than we were in 2016, but we were dynamic in 2016. Nobody really kind of knew who we were. You know what I mean? We played with a lot of like gusto to impress everybody and to make, I felt like we played like we were trying to make the roster. You know what I mean? I agree with you. I I think that team had, I don't want to say more heart, but it seemed there was no film on Dak and Zeke. So that was an advantage. Number one. But it just younger legs, fresher legs, and yeah, you guys felt like you had something to prove. Where this year, unless it's opponents you know you can whoop up on, I just, I don't know. I mean, the Tampa game week one was super close, but you guys were fully healthy. Gallup got hurt in that game, but Cooper went off. That's the last game I feel like I've seen from Amari this year. How do you feel about the Amari contract and, and how he's doing? I mean, halfway through the year, he's bitching and complaining for the ball. Um, it, it's controversial and political, but he's not vaxxed, so he had to miss, I think, what, one or two games because of that? He's one of the few players that isn't. I mean, how do you feel about a guy like Amari when you have a CD and even a Wilson and Gallup and Schultz? You can't have too many wide receivers. You just got to let Zach pass. I mean, there isn't a quarterback out there in the whole league that would be like, I'd like to have those four guys. That's you true. You know what I mean? That's true. So, but if you let him pass, let let. Let Dak pass for 455 yards. Do you Just think he's capable ball, of that? Man. Yeah. Go. Go put a number on, on San Francisco. Go put a number on Green Bay that they've never seen before. You know what I mean? Just throw the ball. San Francisco's secondary is super weak. Why wouldn't we challenge that every play? That's very true. I, I agree with you. I, I absolutely agree. I want to switch gears a little bit, and we'll come back around, and, and everyone will give their final picks for Niners-Cowboys. That's why I called you. I'm going to be honest with you, Troy. Very, very jealous that my friend George got to play in a fantasy league with you, and I did not. I remember I asked you. I know you got a lot of stuff going on. Man, I was pressed. I cannot lie to you. I was jealous. Can I be in a fantasy league with you this year? Me, me and George want to be in a league. I know you're in a couple different ones with, I guess, like Mike Montgomery. I'm not sure who that is, unfortunately. But George was saying he's good friends with Mike, and you're in a league with Mike. I, I just want to come over for a draft. I want to be in fantasy. Do you think we can make that happen? I'll be in. I'll be in. Let's okay. Let's get one together. Cool. I, I would love to. You know I'd love to. By the way, real quick, um, I just remember this. I, I still owe you the coffee mug and the pins and everything. You were right. You got the owl pick right. Yeah, I, I still owe you for that. I, I know. I finally got coffee mugs in, so you were right. Al was the one that's been on this podcast the most, and uh, it's actually his birthday today, so um wanted to make a nice special pod for him and whatnot. But let's come back around. Let's finish up with this, man. Niners, Cowboys, I'll let you start. You're the diehard Cowboy fan. Your family's full of Niner fans. I'm sure the shit-talking is just unreal. It's through the roof because both teams are looking good this year. Who do you got? What's the score and why? I'm going to take my Cowboys, 28, 24. Okay. 
and I think we're going to just let it hang out. I, I hope that McCarthy goes to to Kellen and says, listen, we got to let every, we got to win every game, not the next game. We don't have to look down the road. We got to win this game. So let's just win this game and move on to the next. So I hope, I hope that's what we do. And if we do, we'll win 28, 24. I have another question before I throw it to my guys for their picks. Do you like that this game's in Dallas or I feel like Dallas has played better on the road this year. I feel like they've flexed their muscle a little bit more. They've let it hang out, like you've said, on the road more. Do you like that this game's in Dallas or would you rather go to Levi Stadium and play them in, in the Bay? No, man. I want to beat those guys in my house the way they beat us on the catch in their house. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Al, let's get your pick, man. 49ers Cowboys, you don't like Shanahan, you like Dak, you drafted him in fantasy, you traded him to me, we all know how that goes. I got pissed off that he fucked me over in fantasy. Who do you got and why, though? I was originally going to go Niners, but I'm not going to lie, listening to Troy kind of convinced me to go Cowboys. I'm uh, going to go Cowboys 31-21. Ten points? Yeah. Wow. I don't trust Jimmy G. If it was Trey Lance, how would you feel? I think he's going to implode again. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I feel. He ain't, he ain't scoring more than four touchdowns in Dallas. There's no way. That's true. That, uh, real quick, Troy, do you, <laughs> on the pod last year, you, you gave a wheeze laugh when I brought up the Garoppolo contract. Is that still a ridiculous contract in your opinion? I don't know. Ask the 49er fans because I laugh every day about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. George, what's up with you, man? 49ers, Cowboys, your guy Micah, 11 from heaven. Who do you got and He's why? He's six in sacks this year, right? Sixth in sacks in the and league? As a rookie. That's crazy. And he's a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Parsons is different. Yeah, he is. You know what? I'm going to have to go Niners just because they beat on the Rams. They're hot right now. I'm a, I got them 34-30. High-scoring game. Yeah. 34 points. Oh, it's going to be a high-scoring with Dallas Cowboys. But I, they just got – I don't know. The four Niners are rolling right now. It's hard to bet against them. They just okay. the Rams. All right. Over. Troy, Al, I'm going to zag. I'm going to take the 49ers, and it's because I just trust them more. I, I'm with George. I think they're a little hotter of a team right now. I think that the Cowboys have looked good when they're beating up on bad teams, and the Eagles aren't a bad team. The Eagles are in the playoffs too, but it was Minshew, and it was, you know, Jason Kelsey played one play. He was out just to get his streak. I mean, it was a Saturday night game, week 18. It was just weird. You know, the Cowboys did play all their starters. I'm going to go 49ers, and look, I'm not a big Jimmy G fan either. And if it was Trey Lance, I would take the Cowboys because Trey's just too raw. He's too young. I wouldn't trust him in a big playoff game in Dallas. But it's not because I don't trust your defense because I don't trust Dak. I, I don't trust Dak. I think he's one of the more inconsistent – he's the most inconsistent elite quarterbacks, if you will. If, if we do a top eight or ten list, Dak's on that list, but he's going to have the Falcons and the Washington games and the Philly games, and he's going to have a Cardinals game. Or he's going to have a Chiefs game where you guys have the ball 12 times in that game and get nine points out of it. Um, also, a guy we haven't brought up, Greg Zerline. He was amazing on the Rams a few years ago, but, I mean, he can't make extra points. He can't make 30-yard field goals. He can't make 40-yard field goals. You know, when the pressure's on, I feel like I've seen the Cowboys crumble a lot over the last five to ten years. And, I mean, you bring up Green Bay, and I, I hate to rub it in, Troy, I really do, but Aaron Rodgers has the Cowboys' number in the playoffs. He's beat them. That's fair. He's beat them I don't know how many times in the playoffs. I think only maybe twice, but regular season as well. Um, I like you guys against the run. McCarthy's game plan against Green Bay. What do I think his game plan is? 
No, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to watch what his game plan will be against Green Bay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, if anyone knows Rodgers, it's it's McCarthy for sure. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So I'm gonna go Niners on this one personally. I think it'll be a close game though. I'm with you guys. All you guys are are giving good predictions. I'm gonna say 27-24 Niners. It'll be a late field goal, not last second, but it'll be a late field goal. And the Cowboys, I just I don't know about Zeke, man. I think Pollard might be the better back. And give the ball to CD. I mean, Jesus Christ, Kellen Moore. Okay, you got enough people you can throw all day. Hey, Dark Horse pick late into the playoffs, Cincinnati. That's Al's new team. Al was a Jags fan. He he switched to the Bengals. I I, I give him I give him the pass for that because the Jaguars are atrocious. Fucking dumpster fire. That- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be pulling for those guys super great, man. Because that's that is so, that's, if you want to talk about what NFL is all about and how it could happen anytime, anywhere. Watch watch Cincinnati. I, I just love watching those guys play. So much fun. What do you think about Burrow, man? Burrow and Chase. Uh, what do you think about that? Is that one of the better hookups in football? Well, you're looking at an offensive corner that says, "Hey, man, just go out throw the ball. Find somebody that's open. Hey, you're the stick. You're the bottle cap." do this and do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you know they're in the huddle doing that. They're like, hey, listen, you just burned that outside linebacker, so run a Z route and then post it and I hit you the ball. Because you don't throw for 500 freaking yards on an offensive coordinator's playlist. That's true. Yeah, Burrow's a bad man. Eh? I mean, look, he's he's one of those guys that, I, I, as men, we all got egos, but he's got an ego that helps him. He's a guy that knows he's the shit. He's a guy that know, you know, as you would say, Troy, and I love the bar. I say that with no humbleness at all. He's one of those guys. He's like, I'm damn good. I'm, I'm I don't say it with any humbleness, and he knows it. Same with Chase, man. I, I love me some Jamar Chase. They're gonna beat the shit out of the Raiders. The big question is, can they go into Kansas City and beat them? They just beat them a few weeks ago, but. We know Andy Reid's one of the better coaches. Pat Mahomes is still Pat Mahomes, and they still have Hill and Kelsey, so that'll be interesting. Well, if, if Kansas City continues to play inconsistently, then yeah. This this playoff is one of the most dynamic playoffs ever. I mean, because it could be any given Sunday, and I've never said that before. I mean, you got so, the Titans at the one seed, and then Titans can make the Super Bowl, and Derrick Henry's been out since week eight. <laughs> It's it's nuts, man. It, it really is nuts. I mean, I can see a team like the Bengals going all the way through. I mean, look at I mean, the Steelers get another shot. Right. Yeah, that's nuts. I cannot believe Big Ben is in the playoffs his last season. <laughs> like I said, any given Sunday, this is the most craziest playoff scenarios ever. And I tell you, Week 18 sure did that, huh? It really did. I mean, okay, so you've been watching football as long as I've been alive. What do you think about the week 18? Is it too long of a season? Do you like the extra week? How do you feel about the 17 games? <laughs> I, I think it was everything I wanted it to be. It ramped up and changed up and blew up the whole playoff picture. I thought it was awesome. I'm Each with you. I'm going to watch more football. I'm good. I'm with you. I I thought it might hurt the product, and there might be a lot of teams that just sat guys. But, I mean, shit, even the Packers played Adams and Rodgers the first half, and they lost to the Lions, but... You know, it didn't really matter at that point. They had the one seed. But I'm with you. I, I like the Week 18. Anytime there's more football, I'm all the way here for it. Troy, Me too. I want to thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Kill it as always. I will get you your stuff. I'll come down to the to the parlor and get you your stuff sometime very soon. And thank you for coming on, man. And go 49ers. Yeah, I appreciate being on. Thanks for having me on. I'll see you guys later. Of course. Cowboys. Anytime. <laughs> Have a good one, Troy. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye.
And that was Troy Parrott, owner of Good Times Pizza and Things, coming on the podcast. That was fun. That was I like that. Yeah. And a little extra dynamic there. So, real quick, let me write all these down for us. I have San Fran. Al, you have Dallas. He really talked into Dallas, huh? He really did. Also, I want to be in that fantasy league. That that sounds like a fantasy <laughs> league I want to be in. <laughs> Dude, the, okay, look. Podcast listeners. George is one of my best friends. George knows a lot of fucking people. From all walks of life. We walk into Shameless, he knows half the fucking people in there. We walk into 17, he knows the bartender gets free drinks. We walk into Hops, free bottle of wine. He, We come into the podcast studio, he knows these people. We walk into Good Times, he knows Troy, he does football drafts. How George knows all these people is just so crazy to me. George is such an asset. If you guys need someone to help you promote George or anything Torres. like that, no, I'm, I'm not even joking right now. I'm promoting my boy, George Torres. This motherfucker has connects like he's a damn drug dealer, and he's not. Not going to incriminate him. He's really not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's got the connects, man. It is crazy. Uh, G- George is the one. If you need someone to help you run some shit or get the word out, hit up the boy. Uh, at only George Torres, right? Yeah, mm. on all, uh, all socials. I like that. I like that. Let's get back into it, man. Let's start off the top Saturday. We cover Niners-Cowboys. We won't get back into that again. Let's start Saturday with Al's team. We mm. go from Troy's team to Al's team. And eventually we will end with George's team. It's funny how this all works, and my team's not in it. Uh, Raiders at Bengals in Cincinnati. Who do you got and why, Al? Um, I definitely have the Bengals. The Raiders absolutely exhausted themselves in that game. I mean, that was everything they had in them went into that game. Um, and then take you know, on top of that, you get one less extra day of rest because you're playing on Saturday more, which for them will be Saturday at ten in the morning because they're you know West Coast time. Um, I just think the Bengals, they got to rest all their starters. Joe Burrow is a bad man. Um, Joe Burrow? Yeah, is that Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joey, Joey Franchise. Burr. Thank you, because I can't do the shit with the <laughs> Joey. You guys see the video of the kid rapping Knife Talk? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Poppy outside. Yeah. And he got the double line right? dry- No, Bengals fan. Bengals fan. That's Bro, right. this kid. Yeah, that kid was, that was pretty good. <sighs> man. Do it one more time. Joey. <laughs> I got Bengals. I got Bengals. I, I I don't think it shouldn't be close. I don't know if it will, but I got Bengals. Paul Brown Stadium is going to be rocking. First home playoff game in, what, I think, five years or seven years. Uh, six or seven. Yeah, Since 20, the perfect hit, yes. actually. Um, yeah, I got Bengals. I don't think – I'm going to go – I don't know. The Bengals put up a lot of points. I'm going to go 35-17. Mm, the Given Raiders, no chance. They they had to put everything they had into that game. Okay. And the the key to the game for the Raiders will be Max Crosby, because let's, let's keep it real, that Bengals are a line of shit. Especially the right side of that line. So, if anyone's going to be the game wrecker, it's going to be Max Crosby. And you hate him. For it I don't would, know why. It would only be fitting. It would be fitting. It would be very fitting. Just like it was for the Raiders to beat the Chargers after, yes. a, after a switch. Yeah. Only George Torres. Who do you got and why? Raiders and Bengals. Saturday at 1.30. I think it's going to be really close. I really, really want to go to the Raiders, but they're so decimated. It's just so hard to bet for them. Uh, I think they're gonna, the Bengals are going to win 24-21. It's going to be a close one. It's going to be a heartbreaker for the Raiders. Okay. Uh, it's going to you know prove that you know Derek Carr got juice and stuff. And um, hopefully uh, Joey goes off in playoffs for me. And Joey. Brrr. Cool. Joe Burr, 
he's such a he's such a man, bro. But um, he's oh, also he's one, of, he's one of the guys. He's also he he does not feel pressure. I'll say that right now. But he hasn't had playoffs yet. And right. De- wanted, Derek wanted, Carr has. He no, he hasn't. Derek Carr. This, Derek Carr's first, this is both their first play. He, Derek, he, he got hurt the yeah. one year they won. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he went down against the Colts. They just had such a good record they got in. This is his first All playoff right, game. So, yeah, I mean, Joe sure. Burrow at least played the Natty, but it's obviously a lot different. Right. It's not Fresno State. I mean. Yeah. No, you know, it is 90,000 fans in the Natty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe Burrow's has performed under pressure before. Yeah, yeah, and they just have the better team. So, yeah, Bengals, 24, 21. Al, you basically stole my point, but it's a fair one to make. The Raiders put everything into that game last week. This is a hate. I I honestly would love nothing more than to see an upset like this. And this is one of those years where it could happen, man. It's like the Vegas Raiders, after everything that happened during the divisional round. But if they go to the divisional round, if I'm not mistaken, they go to Arrowhead after you dance on the logo and got beat 48-9. And then they came into your house a few weeks before that on Sunday night in front of a national audience and beat you 41-17. No. Yeah, Bengals. Yeah. Raiders are absolutely exhausted. You could tell they're exhausted. They were exhausted in week eight. Yes. Props they, were, they even made it this far. And exactly. Props they made it this far. It sucks it's going to have to end this way. I don't think the offense is nearly as electric. I, I don't, I mean, look, I know Bates is a safety. Bates, all you got to do is focus on Renfro. Yeah. Waller's been hurt all year long. Derek Carr's first playoff game on the road. It's not in a dome. It's in the cold in Ohio. Yeah. I don't know what the conditions are going to be, but it's going to be it's cold. It's supposed to be below 10 degrees. Yeah, I got Bengals on that one. Bengals have not won a playoff game since the 90s. Yeah. Since, what, Boomer Esiason was on fucking CBS? Yeah. The Carson Palmer era was not well to them. Palmer and A.J. Green never did this. I think Chase and Burrow are, brighter days are ahead for, I think, both teams. I think the Raiders are going to have a good bounce back year if they have a good draft. But I got Bengals, man. This one's actually pretty easy. Saturday night, primetime, 5.15 on CBS. I think this is the, uh, or no, I'm sorry, the Nance Romo's Niners Cowboys. I don't know why that's on CBS and not yeah, Fox. Weird. Because those are two NFC teams. Weird. That should be the Buck Aikman game. Yeah. Why is that not the Buck Aikman they, game? They did that in Week 18. They switched around a little bit. I don't know why. Yeah. That was very odd. I, I think Niners Cowboys should have been Buck Aikman, especially because Aikman was the Cowboys quarterback. But yeah. they're doing um, Eagles Bucks. Very odd. Uh, but again, they switch Super Bowls and they do a bunch of shit. It's the contracts. Patriots of Bills though. Mm. AFC Wild Card. George, I'll throw it to you first. Who do you got? They split the season matchup. Divisional rivals. Who do you think is going to win and why in Buffalo Saturday night? I got the Bills uh, beating them. Um, the What was that game where it was windy? What did they call it? The the windable. The windable. Yeah, it, it was close. Even even um, 17-14 pats. Yeah, Josh Allen Jones darted up attempts. Gabriel Davis, right? Who? Right down the middle, Gabriel Davis. Josh I Allen don't think there was like any passes thrown in that well, game. Well, there wasn't, but Josh Allen was making it, and he had a passing touchdown, and it was crazy. He did that there, and then he's prepared for them, I think, Josh Allen. And if he doesn't, like, I don't know what the Bills are doing. He okay. can't beat the Patriots. Al, who you got and why? I think the Patriots have kind of faltered a little bit these last couple weeks. Not necessarily free fall, but, like, just kind of came back down to earth a little bit after losing to the Bills and the Dolphins. Obviously, Bill Belichick's the best coach of all time, so he's going to have a good game plan. Uh, I'm gonna go Bills though. It comes down to which which quarterback I trust more in a game like this, and I trust Josh Allen a whole hell of a lot more than I trust Mac Jones. I'm, and it's nothing against Mac Jones. It's, you know he's a rookie, um, and Josh Allen's proven he can win playoff games. Patriots have lost to the Colts. Did they lose to the Dolphins? Both times this year. Dolphins have their number. I mean Flores, yeah. um, but Dolphins seem to have their number in an odd way. This game was 17-14. I don't know if it was the wind bowl, but it was a very windy game in Buffalo that night. You're right. Yeah. 
17-14 was the final. Someone's got to upset someone this weekend. I look at the rest of the schedule. I don't see an upset. I'm going to go New England in this one. I think Mac Jones will pass more than three times. I think that was a statement game by Belichick going on the road. I know the Bills came back and whooped them by a touchdown or two, but that was a statement game. We're just going to run the ball. We're tougher than you. We have a better defense than you. We can beat you in your own house. We can, we're still the Patriots. You guys thought after an off year that we would come by and not be elite anymore? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Belichick in the playoffs is scary. I know the last time he was in the playoffs, he got bounced by Vrabel mm-hmm. round one. But that was a guy that he coached, a guy that knew him, a guy that Brady, I know he went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl with 80 million weapons. He didn't have much that year, though. Mac, I mean, Kendrick Bourne. They got fucking, mm-hmm. I mean, who else Hunter, am I? Damian Hunter Harris, Henry. Hunter Henry. I mean, they got yeah. weapons. It's not going to be a high-scoring game. And I actually like that defense a lot on the road. I'm going to go New England in this one in an upset. I'm going to say, not going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go 23-20. Mm. 23-20 Patriots. Bills, Bills are going to be the surprising team that gets bounced. The team that we think is going to be doing something. I think they are going to get bounced in round one. I really do. Let's move on to Sunday, man. We have three games on the slate. Two we are going to cover right now. First one is 10 a.m., the Buck Aikman-Fox game. We got Eagles at Buccaneers. I'll throw it to you first. Who do you got and why? I feel like this could be a sneaky upset, but I'm going to go with the Bucs because I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. But I would not be surprised if Philly wins this game. The Bucs are actually pretty decimated right now. They got a lot of injuries going on. They do. Um don't know if Leonard Fournette will be back. That he did, He's practicing, so we'll see. Um, same with Antoine Winfield. Uh, one of their linebackers, either Devin White or uh, Levante David, same issue. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm taking Tampa Bay, obviously Tom Brady, but I wouldn't be surprised if Philly pulls off an upset. George? I think it's going to be uh, the Bucks. It's going to be 10-17. Uh, low scoring. Low scoring, yeah. It's going to be a shit fucking game, I think. <laughs> really, you know, just like defensively. Um, okay. Uh, at Bucks, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Receiver wise, Al, Al I think uh, that Grayson receiver is going to have a, a game. I like. I him. think they're going to lock up Evans and. Yeah, uh, yeah it's going to be really well. N A B because they're putting they're putting Slay on Evans. Oh yeah, they're going to have so Slay on Evans, Evans is erased. And so I think uh, it's going to have to and and Tom Brady knows how to make you know receivers look good that are nobodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the yeah. Scotty Miller game. It might yeah, be. probably. It might be. He's still got weapon, bro. He's got, yeah. he's he's got, got Gronk, Gronk. He's got Bright. He's got... O.J. Uh, Howard. He's got... I mean... Barely has ever even seen the field, apparently. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. But, I mean, I, he's going to find a way to pull it out. I'm going to go Tampa Bay as well. You got a Tampa sweep on this one. It's Tom Brady. Um, I was going to say first home playoff game since the Super Bowl, but it's the first playoff game for anyone since the Super Bowl. But they didn't have a home playoff game till the Super Bowl last year. So they got one this year, wild card round. The Eagles, I like them all year. I won't be surprised if they upset them, but it's it's Brady. If they were facing Dallas, if they were facing San Francisco, yeah, I actually would probably pick the Eagles. I love their run game. They're scary. Darius Slay, but they're so they're inconsistent. Yes, they're like a lot of teams. They're nine and eight. I just saw you get your ass whooped by the Cowboys at home. I know you sat <coughs> hurts for Minshew. Minshew's still the best backup in football, besides Huntley. Besides Ty- 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 Huntley, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I saw Huntley lose how many games down the stretch? Yeah. Tough schedule, but, I mean, you're going to be a great backup and lose every game? I don't know. I, I don't think so. Just a uh, stat on that. The Eagles are 0-7 against teams with a record of 500 or better. Thank you. I, I think my point has been made. Our point has been made. <laughs> I got Buckingham on that one. Wild Tom Brady, he's going to go to the second round. I think that's actually going to end up being, um, would that be Bucks at Rams? 
second round because the Packers would get the lowest seed. Yeah. Bucks are real at the third three seed. So I mean, Bucks are uh, Bucks are two. That's... So it'd be in be in Tampa since <laughs> since L. A. lost that Niner game. They lost the two seed. Okay. There we are. Tampa sweep. We cover Niners, Cowboys. I have Niners. So does George. Al got talked into it by our friend Troy. He has the Cowboys on Sunday. Let's go to Sunday night. NBC. Worst game of the whole weekend. No shot. I'm watching this shit. I'll watch it because it's my only day off and I'll be with you guys and, and whatnot. Steelers and Chiefs. Dear Big Ben's last God. game ever in his career because I got the fucking Chiefs. Yeah, I'm just going to go off top. Yeah. I, don't I got the fucking Chiefs. Do, I need to, do, do we need to deep dive this one? No. Najee down the stretch, longest season he's ever played. I don't think he's used to it yet. Um, Juju might be back. George, you got? <laughs> I got the Chiefs. Anyone want to give a deep dive? I mean, we gotta we gotta do it justice. I mean, this is our podcast. I mean, should we? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, enjoy retirement, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. <laughs> that's the deep dive. I All mean, right. that's about it. You All know, right, fair enough. they're just they're just in a downward spiral. I mean, do they have a chance? Like, you know, like the weather, like twenty two percent maybe. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Um, I expect uh, Chiefs to dominate in Arrowhead. Um, yeah, it's at Arrowhead. It's gonna be tough. I mean, they whooped their ass week sixteen. Yeah, that was three weeks ago in Arrowhead, right? That was yeah. in the pit. So I mean, come on, man, you're going right back. Stop. I got Chiefs. It's a crime that that's not Herbert playing in that game. We have to watch Big Ben instead of fucking Justin Herbert. I thought they'd go to Cincinnati. No, the uh, Patriots nope. would have went to Cincinnati. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure the Chargers would have went to Kansas City. That would have been a game. Yeah. That, that would have been a game for sure. Yeah. Those are the two of the best quarterbacks in football. Chiefs, I got them. I, I'm going to make a disrespect. I, I got 38-10. I got same scores last yeah. time. I wouldn't, yeah, that sounds like I got right. 38-13, if I'm being generous. Generous. Boswell got hurt earlier this year. It's an old team. Yeah. I got Chiefs. Monday Night Football. The first Monday Night Football in a wild card weekend, I think, ever. It's weird. Um, we are pretty young. Maybe this was a thing in the 80s and 90s, but I, I don't think so. It is going to be very odd. Monday Night Football, we got Rams at Cardinals. Georgia, the Rams fan. Who do you got and why? Uh, I got the Rams. Uh, they're the superior team. Uh, 30-13. Whoa. 30-13. Yeah. They did kind of whoop their ass on Monday night four or five weeks ago. Yeah. And they were getting the ass whipped lately, so they got that fire in there. Okay. Uh, a lot of ass. A lot, a lot of ass in that segment. Yeah. Eric Waddle back. Waddle. Waddle, that's right. Eric Waddle. You fucking wish you had Jalen Waddle. Nah. Eric Waddle, he hasn't played in two years. I know. It's just for, I Ramsey know. tweeted, he, 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 with a devil emoji for Eric Waddle. Are we being fuck? He hasn't been good since he was on the Chargers in twenty fucking thirteen. Has that safety mind? He's not yeah, Sherman. Got. I Sherman's got not a safety. No, but he's got like that mental game. Help Taylor Rapp play I, better. I got the Cardinals. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Wow. Okay, Al. Uh, putting, putting your nose out there. I I don't I don't know if I trust Matthew Stafford. I don't know if I trust Stafford. I don't know if I trust Kyler Murray. But his first playoff game. Yes. At home too. They're Matt Stafford's first playoff game in five years. This is the X factor of this game for me. Christian Kirk. I think Christian Kirk is mm. going to have a huge game. Because mm. you're going to have... Ramsey's probably going to be on... Well, DeAndre... I don't know if DeAndre Hopkins is playing. I don't think I don't he think is. I think he is. Um, I'd imagine he's, he's going to be on Kirk. I think he'll be on AJ Green. Because Kirk lines up in the slot. Ramsey don't go in the slot. He stays outside. Mm. Um, in a game like this, Ramsey won't switch sides anyways. He only switches sides when it's like Devontae Adams or someone like that. Um, 
I think they're going to keep Christian Kirk in the slot, and I think Christian Kirk's going to have a huge game. I got the FaceTime with him. He's pretty cool, by the way. Who? Christian Kirk. Oh, yeah, I remember you told me that. Yeah. I remember you told me that. That's he's, right. pretty, he's pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I love when Skip lets Shannon get his shit off. Because, you know, Shannon loud. He's played in the NFL. He's intense. And then Skip's just waiting. He's just like, my turn. <laughs> George, I really want to pick your team. But I would have no idea why I'm picking your team. It's not hate. It's not because you and Rick like them. It's not It's not like what I do with Seth where he's the fan, so I pick it. It's not that. Your team has real flaws. You're front runners. You have one weapon. You don't have a run game. And your quarterback, I don't know if he's going to throw three touchdowns or three picks. That's true. I'll say you're raising your eyebrows like that's not. He's stat Padford. That's all he is now. He'll get a bunch of yards, he'll throw a good amount of touchdowns, and he'll throw picks when you do not need when I just throw the ball away. Why are you throwing it up to the to what Josh Norman? Is that who picked him off? Josh Norman? This last week? I don't know. It don't matter. There's gonna be upsets. I already got New England. This is gonna be the other one. I got Arizona. Fun fact, whoever wins this game, it's gonna be their first playoff win. Kyler came in the league in 2019. Stafford 2009. That's crazy. Both first overall picks. That's crazy. Good old Detroit. It is what it is. I got Arizona. I'm going to disagree with you on the X Factor. The X Factor to me is James Conner. If Conner can have 100 yards against that front seven, against that defense, if he can have uh, you know one receiving, one rushing, you need a big, big fantasy-type game out of Conner. One of those games like against the Browns where he went off or something like that. You need a, a fantasy-type game. I don't think Kyler's going to be throwing the ball around like that. I think Cliff and them are going to play very conservative. I don't see the Rams letting their nuts hang out, though. I think they have no idea who they are. I don't know if Stafford feels confident in himself. He's thrown at least two picks in the last four games. That's nuts. Or at least a pick. In the last four games. They barely beat the Ravens, who have literally everyone on IR, including Lamar Jackson. They did not beat the Niners again. They barely beat Seattle, who was decimated, and they're getting rid of their head coach probably and their quarterback this offseason at home. It was a Tuesday. It was a COVID game, but everyone was healthy, basically. Cooper Cup's amazing, but if I lock him up, who else is left? I mean, I got Buda Baker in the secondary to help out with that. Buda's one of the best top three safety in football. Him, Minka, and Bates. I'd probably go those three. I got Arizona. I, I just have no reason to pick the Rams. Like I said, I, what's your run game? Cam Akers? I, I, he tours Achilles in July. Hendo, where has he been? He's hurt. I don't trust your quarterback. I, I, I don't like any of your receivers outside of Cup. I got Cardinals. So let's go over these real quick. Only six games. We have a Cincinnati sweep. I have the Patriots upsetting the Bills Saturday night. You guys have the Bills. Tampa sweep. Al has the Cowboys. George and I have the Niners. Kansas City sweep on Sunday night. Monday night football. George has his Rams. Al and I believe in a different team. We got the Cardinals on that one. Hour and 50. Ooh. Does not feel that long at all. Al, oh. it's your 24th birthday. I'm, I'm going to throw it to you. Do you have a closing message for the fans? Do you have anything you'd like to say? Did you have fun today? Was this worth it to you? Was it worth getting up at 7 a.m.? Fuck yeah. It was fun. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I got to go to work later, which kind of sucks, but... Yeah, it is what it is. But no, looking forward to the rest of the day. Having French dips for dinner. You get up at hmm. 7 a.m.? Yeah, I just woke up. My cat woke me up. Yeah, That's how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's lovely when my dogs wake me up. George, slept three hours. First day of work at the new store last night. Anything you want to say to the fans before we get out of here? It's Al's birthday. Al's birthday, yeah. Happy 24th. Um, just keep doing you. 
Go Rams. Go, <laughs> go Rams. Uh, go Lakers. Okay. All that jazz. All right. All right, cool. Happy birthday to you, Al. Thank you, thank you. Awesome pod. Yeah. Had a lot of fun today. Very good. Coming in here and bouncing back. George, please show up more often. I love doing it with just Al. It's a whole different vibe when you're here. You, you provide the funnies. You make us feel good. Please show up. Yeah. When I can. <laughs> uh, what? If you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys very, very much. I'll be back next week. I think the next pod, we're actually going to do that weekend out review. Oh, with, yes. Uh, Honey Hundra. Uh, (laughs) Honey Hondro. What did I say, Honey Hondo? Honey Hondro. Pause. And uh, we will see you guys then. We'll see you next week. Have a great day.